Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. There are no words. What did we Yeah, We should just sit here in silence, Tom, for the next 20 minutes. Oh, man. One more. All right, Gene, one more little shake of the head. What did we just watch for the better part of four hours? The Florida State Seminoles, dear friends, guys, gals who are tuning in right now to War Chant TV, nine and three, nine and three this regular season after a 45 to 38 victory over the Florida Gators that felt like watching a Godfather movie marathon on cable in all the right ways, Gene, in all the right ways. I was at this game, Gene. I was there for the first quarter and uh, I left when old Fitzy missed a field goal to the left. I I got a pedicab, went to the garage near uh, Hotel Indigo got home before halftime and I thought, good job. There's, you know, it's another hour and a half before Gene and I hit the airwaves. Two and a half hours later, here we are, Gene, victorious over the Gators. Yeah, there we go. Gene Williams, founder and administrator of Warchant.com. You guys are tuned into Warchant Game Day's postgame call-in show presented by our friends at Zaxby's. Welcome in. Sound off in that comment section. Hit the like button below and celebrate. I'm hearing a lot of this pop going on. Here, talking about tomorrow. There's going to be some of that going on tomorrow at the corner pocket, Tom. Oh, five, we said they we said they win five in a row. It's going down at the corner pocket tomorrow. So it is. Uh, well, they did five in a row. They beat the Gators. So tell it. Tell people that are going to be in town if they, they hang out a little longer. Go to the corner pocket. Tomorrow. We'll also stream live tomorrow right here. Yeah. Yes. On Warchant TV, if you can't be there. So tell us a little bit about the festivities tomorrow at the Corner Pocket to celebrate being state champs. It is uh, the brainchild of one pillar, Eric Angel, yep. who asked our own Jeff Cameron, Gene. It was after the bye week, uh, or maybe the, first, the Monday after Clemson. He said, if we finish 5-0, and Jeff, would you do a keg stand at the Corner Pocket? And Jeff said, sure, I'll do a keg stand at the Corner Pocket. <laughs> And then Ira Schofel came on the show later that day on War Chant TV and the Jeff Cameron Show. And Jeff said, Ira, do you want in on this? And Ira said, I'll do a beer funnel. And so two were in. And then I said, well, guys, don't leave me out. I'll do a keg stand too. 
And then, Gene, we asked you, what would you do? And you said, I'll do a beer funnel, too. Uh, I can't. I, I succumb to peer pressure. I'm weak. So, and, plus, especially when it comes to alcohol and FSU kicking ass. So, I'm kind of weak. Well, there. we're all a little weak in the knees right now after what we just watched. That mm. was an absolute street. Weak in the heart. Street fight slugfest that Florida State came out on top. Gene, it had this game had everything. It had everything. Well, it didn't have defense. <laughs> well, but you got defensive stops to start the second yeah, half. Three okay, straight points. Yeah. That helped swing the momentum. But then with the two touchdown lead, you know, the Gators come right back, tie the ball game. Florida State goes down the field, takes the lead late, and counter finally worked on that final touchdown drive. Folks, if you're not hearing enthusiasm in my voice on the level that you would expect, we're still in shock. Oh, and I'm exhausted. That I mean, watching that. Oh my goodness gracious! I mean, I'm happy as all hell, but man, I'm I feel like I've been I've been I was out there. I feel like I'm beat to shit watching that thing. <laughs> I mean, it was. But you know what? I I, I want to be I'm very excited about this. I'm positive they won a tight game. I knew they were going to have yeah. a game like this. They're going to have to pull it out. Yeah. And man, hats off to Jordan Travis. This is a game where Jordan Travis willed you to victory. I mean, oh, this was him. Yeah. I know, I know, you know, Benson had a couple nice runs or a couple, but I mean, there were penalties. Guys were dropping passes. The defense was getting, but he was not to be denied. Jordan Travis was unreal in this game. If this is a team, let's say, let's say they beat Wake Forest and they beat NC State and Florida State's vying for the playoffs. He's up in the high. He's got to be. This might have been his Heisman moment. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. In this game, he's playing as good as any quarterback, if not better than any quarterback in a night like tonight. If it wasn't, they were three losses. He might be, he'd be in New York, maybe winning the Heisman right now. He played that well. Patrick, thank you for the contribution. He yes, says he's you. proud of the team. He's proud of the players, the coaches. Uh, you you got to be. And uh, U.S. Air Force, Noel, also, thank you very much. Thank you for your service. Most intense, I think is what you're saying, most intense game of the season. And I'll tell you, Gene, it was emotional. Mm-hmm. I did not expect, and, and our own Dominic Robinson was coaching a playoff game tonight in Arizona, which is why we didn't have a war chant watch along. But it was a little blessing in disguise, Gene, because I got to go into this football oh. game. But I got in just in time to watch the Knowles come out of the tunnel. And from the word go, U.S. Air Force, Noel, you're absolutely correct. This was an intense game. Third yeah. down, picked up. Pokey Wilson over the middle. Fumble. And the Gators have it near midfield. Fourth down stand for Florida State. And you thought, here we go. It's on. Trey Benson, a long run in which he shoves a Gator defender down. To oh, the- that was great. That is my corner of the field. I was I was in section 37, and I was it was right in front of me where that play was made. Then Benson scores on the very next play from scrimmage. And back and forth we went, Gene, because the Gators hit a long kick return, a deep shot, wide open, busted coverage. This game just never stopped beyond that point. It had everything. And now we're all just sitting here going, what in the hell was that? <laughs> but we do know one thing for sure, Gene. It was a Knowles win. Florida State has yes. swept their in-state rivals. You are correct, sir. The state championship belongs in Tallahassee. And That's so right. it is that Mike Norvell gets another landmark moment as Florida State proceeds into bowl season. It's amazing. And I think speaking of Gators, I think this almost unless some weird things happen and Florida State can back into that Orange Bowl, I think we're really a lot of people are going to be going on I ten hitting the Jacksonville. I, I really think that uh, the Gator Bowl is going to be it. Yeah, what a what a it was a great win. Look, it wasn't great on the field. You can say some of the stuff that happened. You know what? Not only am I thrilled you beat the Gators. Yeah, I mean that that's always especially you lost three in a row. You needed and they needed this win because they should they were highly favored. 
you had all the momentum. You needed that momentum going into the offseason. You needed this. But to me, I was like, when they had that bogus, it was fourth and what was it on that penalty, Tom? Fourth and 12. Fourth and 18. No, it was fourth and 18. All right. And that ridiculous pass interference call that they threw. And I'm like, I can imagine our postgame show. If they go down and score, get the two-pointer, it's going to be all just a bitch fest at the SEC officials. It would have been the whole offseason. That's all it would have been. Yeah, mentioned about that one play and that, and that cool. one missed call, which it was it was a horrible. Like if for once the broadcasters were right. First he said that was a textbook coverage. Yep. And then and then he's like, in a game like this, they've already been they've been pushing and shoving the whole time. You don't do that. The officials at that moment, you never call that. That's oh awful. look, man, Johnny Wilson had a lot of drops, a lot of you know shaky moments tonight out in routes. Yeah. A couple of times he was clearly interfered with in the first half of this football game. And the refs let it go. And if that's going to be the standard, then fine. Same thing with Jared Verse. You know, you saw him get mugged on the line of scrimmage for a lot of this first half, especially. And you're saying, all right, if that's going to be the standard, then you really can't call Florida State's offensive line for holding. And you got to live by that standard. Yeah. But at the end of the game, the pass interference, even though they were letting him play, was indeed called. And then as it turns out, Gene, Florida State got away with a face mask on the final play of the football game. And thankfully, those SEC officials kept the yellow hanky in their pockets. And so here they knew we at are. at that point they might be able to get out of the stadium if they called another flag there on a fourth down play. They, they might have been too exhausted because they, they were running around for four hours themselves. 100-proof football said that Jordan Travis is a 100-proof Heisman candidate. Yes. We, we enjoy your contributions. Uh, FSC. Hey, New York. I mean, hashtag, you know, Jordan to New York. I mean, he ought to get an invite. I mean, come on. Look at this guy play. It's insane. That that one, he had like four guys. He missed tackles for, I mean, it's an, it's nuts. That was one of the best plays I've ever oh seen. Oh, my God. Z Chan. Whoa. Oh, Z Chan. You're the man. State, state champ. Cheers, buddy. Take the state championship up to Thomasville. That's right. The official DMD of Warchan TV, Z Chan. You know what it is. Haven't even left Oak yet. Good for you. Good, yes. The crowd was electric tonight. It just felt good to to be around that, even if it was for you know about 2025. 20, so I, I'm curious, Tom, because unfortunately I, I don't like fight. I can go for a little bit and I do sometimes, and I kind of yeah. hate fighting the traffic coming back and trying to get back. I don't want to miss part of the game. So what was that atmosphere like? I mean, was it was it a la Notre Dame? Last year, was it okay? I mean, what, how would you rate that environment? I, You know, I thought the intro was okay. I mean, because, Gene, you've been there for some legendary moments at Atmospheres, and I have too. I thought it was good. It was charged. But then when they got the fourth down stop, the crowd was yeah. off and running at that point because it's so bottled up. You had Tatum Bethune and Renardo Green waiting on the backside of part of that play, and then Jared Verse is also there to clean it up. I thought Renardo Green had a really good night tonight. Uh, made a lot of different plays. I know he was flagged for uh, a pass interference. Uh, or, sorry, no, a late hit or some ridiculous thing because the referees were allowing the scrum to go on, Gene, like this is a rugby yeah. match in Australia or something along those lines, and now you're going to call somebody for being in there late. But once that moment happened in the first quarter of the fourth down stand, all the people around me, it was just positively electric, mm. and it was hard to leave. Uh, the best moment I could was just after that missed kick because – I didn't want to be bad luck. I'm saying it's tied. It's still tied right now. I'm going to leave before it gets worse. Let's make sure we're home for the second you half. You took one for the team, Tom. We appreciate that. That's big of you. Absolutely. Oh, my God. They're just dropping bags from this guy, Andy. Oh, my God. Wow. Andy, thank you so much. Go, Knowles. Wow. State champs. Next year, ACC champs. 
Thanks, Gene, and the War Chant staff for great coverage all year. Andy, thank you. Andy, it's our pleasure, man. We love it. And we love we love nights like this, man. It makes it worthwhile. We get to see the fans fired up. Yep. You beat the slimy lizards to the south. It's all good, man. You're state champs. You're going to a good bowl now. Unbelievable. How about that? It, it, it has been what Andy opened up on the DMD. Alex, oh, thank you so much. Alex. Screw the Gators. Screw the refs. Screw the refs. Yes. Let's get the keg stand started. Woo! All right. Here's a confession for everybody. We're starting to get in the groove as nearly 3,000 of you are tuned in right now to War Chant Game Day's post-game call and show. Toss us a like underneath the video. Let's get up to 1,000 likes right now. I want everybody in 3, yeah, right 2, 1, hit there. the like button. Hit that button. Three, hit the thumb up. 2, 1, hit the like button. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to confess something, Gene. I've got my JCS mug right here. Yep. This is water because I'm going to be doing a keg stand and we're going to have a good time tomorrow. I'm doing funnels tomorrow, Tom, and I'm I'm dropping down some Oyster City. Thank you, ABC. <laughs> ABC Fine Wine and Spirits yep. coming through for us. Well, but I got pre-production to do, Gene. There's nothing. Uh, I hear what it is. You got about, well, how many how many years do I have on you too, Tom? Come on, keep up oh, with the old folks. That's right. But, you know, <laughs> I'm also wiser than my years would suggest. Okay, that. I'll give you that. You're not yeah. as wise as I am a dumbass, but I'm freaking getting <laughs> hammered. What the oh, hell? that's all right. I was screaming like a dumbass in my living room tonight. I know a lot of you were out there too if you weren't already doke. And for those of you that are going to be there at Corner Pocket, 2475 Appalachian Parkway, tomorrow the festivities begin at 1130. Make sure that you bring some, I don't know, some honey. Because if you're in the stadium mm. tonight, you're not going to have much of a voice to communicate with us tomorrow at the CP. Gordon, I saw your contribution. My neighbors hate me right now. And being in South Florida, this is going to be great on Monday. Go Knowles. Thank you, War Chant, for the excellent coverage this football yep. season. We will get one more. That's right. We get yep. one more football game. And it's going to be a really fun one. Because now there is no conversation, Gene, of I wish we could have just won that last football game. No, sir. No. No, sir. Or like, man, it's like now we'd be doing the last couple of years we've done the show, Tom. It's like the season was over now. I mean, that's the weirdest thing. I mean, yep. we were done. We yep. were done. We were talking basketball. Now, nope, nope. Oh, no. We're not We're not talking basketball right now, no. Well, we're definitely not doing that either. <laughs> even if they the season was over in football or not. But anyway, the point is, there's a good bowl game coming, and you're going to have a good opponent. And, you know, the way some things work out tomorrow, you never know. What if Florida State's playing the Orange Bowl against a pretty big opponent? It could happen. Oh. Yeah, it, it could. It could. You know, those there aren't that many dominoes that have to fall. No, a couple. Like, two dominoes have to fall yeah. at this point. You're there. Two of them. I am just emotionally starting to get caught up here, Gene, because this is the game that matters to me. I know that, you know, for Jeff and for you, I think Miami is the one that has that little extra. These are both rivalry games, but Miami has that little extra salt to it. This is the one for me. I am so freaking fired up, everybody. I hope you are, too. Florida State. It wasn't as pretty as we predicted it was going to be, but Florida State gets to 45 points. They do so with a missed field goal, with turnovers, uh, with issues that we said couldn't happen. More drops than I think they've had all season in a game. Oh, I mean, since uh, – I don't think this season, if they had – did they have that? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I've tried to race that game out of my mind, but, yeah, you're probably right. It felt like NC State on the road. I mean, they did all these things that put them behind the eight ball, and yet, there they are. The defense comes out with three straight stops to start the second half. The offense looks unstoppable. But the key drive to me, Gene, that brought Florida back in that game was, I think they ran 19 plays from inside the 10-yard line. It was a six-and-a-half, seven-minute drive on the clock, but it took about 20, 25 minutes in real time, and that allowed Florida's defense to rest because they were gassed. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was big. And they got that three and out. I'm just like, that's when you really got, you're like, oh, man, Florida had to work their ass off to get that touchdown. And then you go three and out put yes. the defense right back out on the field. 
Yeah. I was hoping and praying when they got up two scores and the defense was stoned. And I'm like, man, you got one more stop here. They're gonna they're gonna ole. They're done. Yep. At that point, but you nope. Know, well, and back in it. Some of the things that happen tonight, it's just so hard to put a. This would be the most. Yeah. Giant, it's most giant bow in the world to fit around this game. There's so much that happened, but what was surprising to me, something I got wrong off the bat, I thought Florida State had a chance to win and dominate both lines of scrimmage. That just didn't happen. No. Mainly speaking, that did not happen. There is still work to be done. I like winning a football game, Gene, and saying, all right, we've got to get better here, here, and here. It's a lot easier to take and talk about those things instead of losing and being reminded that there's a gap between where you are now and where you want to go. The line of scrimmage was not convincingly won by Florida State tonight, but Jordan Travis was a freaking magician. Yeah. And then there were some big plays made when they had to be made by a lot of guys. Yeah. Explosive plays for Florida State on offense tonight. Yeah, that's it. I mean, uh, it, this is, I mean, I'm assuming Jordan's going to be the one breaking the rock tonight. He gotta should. Be. It's got to be. Um, he was just electric. I've still, that, that play ought to just, that, the one where he broke all those tackles and got to the end. It's almost a shame he didn't get in the end zone. I mean, I know they did right after, but mm-hmm. they reversed it, didn't let him get in the end zone. But he's just, he, the dude is magical. And I think what, I really think Tom, remember that knee injury we talked about? And he didn't run very much. Yes. I, I, you know, they're never going to talk about it. Mike Norvell doesn't. I get it. That's his choice. He's a head coach. But I, I think for a few weeks he was not a hundred percent on that leg, that knee. And I think he is. You see, he is now obviously, and what how dynamic he can be when he's fully healthy. And he's got. I mean, imagine if guys catch the ball. How good he could have been. That first yeah. touchdown was a throw. Or should have been a touchdown to Johnny Wilson in the back of the end zone. Was perfect. Um, I mean, he was he was throwing good balls all over the place, other than the pick. Yep. Um, he was on fire throwing and yeah. running the football. It was, it was a pleasure to see. It's just a shame the defense did not show up today. And it's just a, especially a little bit disappointing that they were just getting gutted at the point of attack. Now I know there were some holds. I saw at least you mentioned Jared versus I saw two blatant ones on Fabian Lovett mm-hmm. at the point where he was being wrapped up. But I guess, like you said, the SEC officials let them play except for, of course, that one play Yeah, when the game should have been over, but maybe that's what it was. I don't know if they were, being biased or what, but that was a little frustrating. But either way, this was not the Florida State offensive line or defensive line, other than hitting that counter at the end and hitting a couple yep. plays yep. here and there, but there wasn't consistency. There was a lot of like we would get no yards, no yards, no yards, but then you'd see a 17 yard run. Yeah, you know, uh, there are a couple of uh, combos. Um, you know, Trey Benson's first touchdown came after a counter. You could see it. It was awesome, Gene. It was just the angle that I had. In the corner, it was to the left of where the students sit. It's on the alumni corner of, of the uh, stadium in Section 37. You could see the hole. It reminded me of some of the holes that Dalvin Cook ran through in the Rose Bowl. Unfortunately, Florida State didn't win that game. But you're just seeing, like, oh, daylight. Here it is. And Benson comes down the field, the stiff arm, and then he scores on the yeah, next play. Yeah, that was beautiful. Same thing later when they had the counter to the right in the fourth quarter, that last score, and then next play, boom, he's in there. It's just – um. You know, they, they were explosive tonight, but they weren't consistent. And I, I could count Jordan's three worst throws. Uh, he didn't make a lot of bad throws tonight. But the early fourth and 12, that could have been picked uh, where mm-hmm. Florida State goes for it. Uh, then uh, there's the interception. But then there's the one to Johnny where he's got to wait on the ball because he had just beaten the Florida corner right off the line of scrimmage. It was a deep shot down the sideline. It's going to be a walk-in touchdown. And don't uh, forget the what might have been the biggest miss of his day. Which one Toa Feely running right oh, down, oh, wide right. open down the middle for what would have been a what a seventy yard touchdown. There was nobody there, and that no, that was a little air under that thing. He walks in. That was the first play of that drive. 
that was the first play of that drive. But yeah, it um, it was just a night where if you if you want to say that one storyline towered above all the others, I think you're wrong. Then you didn't watch the game. There are so many storylines <laughs> on this night, and that's why we love rivalry games. Gene, we'll be able to talk about this as we will tonight. But tomorrow and all offseason, and this has to be a 20 to 30 minute conversation. It just has to be because you could talk about some of the guys that were less than stellar. You could talk about the drops, but you could talk about the greatness of Jordan Travis, Trey Benson being situationally good. I mean, Cantron making a nice adjustment on a touchdown catch after he had it dropped down the sideline earlier in the football game. How about Johnny's catch, Gene, on third down? Oh, that was huge because I'm thinking at that point, man, you got you don't make that and you got to kick it back to him. You're in big trouble. Yep. Yeah, and he came I up- will say, yeah, he came through a couple. He had a couple really nice contested catches. Yes. It's almost like he's better in a contested catch situation than he's got an I, – I don't know. But it's – we knew this going in, Tom. We saw it back in the spring in practice. You know, he'd make these dynamic plays and you see the ability and the size. You go, man, this is – this kid's going to be special. And then he'd have an easy one and he'd just he'd drop it. And it would happen almost every practice. And it was so maddening to see. But you saw the unlimited potential. And we saw some of that tonight. He made big plays and yep. he dropped a couple as well. Yeah, he did. And, and I think a lot of players had that kind of a night where it was up and it was down. But the guy who was transcendent above them all was Jordan Travis. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, I'm going to answer Joe Blow. I, I have not seen that, but if they said it the wrong the officials were ACC, SEC. Now, I, I think I heard, do they have ACC officials actually in the booth? No, SEC as well, according there to. There are both. Okay. I heard somebody yeah. say they have SEC on the field and ACC in the booth. I knew the, the officials on the field that were making those calls were SEC. Yeah, that alternating rule uh, that was banned after whatever the uh, the game down in Gainesville was, that apparently that contract was not renewed last year. We were yeah. assuming, because remember they blew the, they forgot what down it was in Gainesville last oh, year. Oh, yeah. Oh, trust me, Corey loves it. Ever listen to Wake Up War Chan? I think every other podcast he talks about that play. Yeah. And it was ACC officials, as it turned out. So yeah. big surprise. So now it's back to the way it used to be when I was a kid, yeah. which is the the home stadium has the opposite official, the opposite conference official. So here's hoping maybe, Gene, in about three, four years, it's always SEC officials, home or away. Or how about we just have national officials? We stop these conference-affiliated <laughs> officials that have a bias towards everything. Yeah. I mean, I just get rid of it. It's ridiculous. It's a nostalgic edition today. It's a bittersweet edition of the War Champ postgame call-in show presented by Zaxby's. Of course, there's a bowl game coming, everybody. But we've got to thank our title sponsor. It's Danny at Zaxby's and it's Tallahassee area Zaxby's. They're golden chief boosters for over 17 years. When you support Tallahassee Zaxby's, you are supporting the football program and the other athletic programs at Florida State. Pre-game, post-game, after an ass kicking of the Gators or a close any time is the right time for Zaxby's platters, just as long as you're hungry. Feed your team with your choice of traditional or buffalo fingers or boneless or traditional wings. If you're having trouble deciding, get the best of both worlds with a sampler platter. And don't forget that world-famous so- sauce. Satisfy your chicken craving with Zaxby's platters. Order online or in the app. Your Tallahassee Zaxby's, a proud Golden Chief booster for 17 years. Go freaking Knowles. What an atmosphere tonight. It'll be one that everybody who is in attendance will remember for a long, long time. Two quarterbacks that play different styles, going toe-to-toe, play-for-play, drive-for-drive. You had everything from Jordan Travis escaping four sacks in one play to Anthony Richardson being tackled five yards from the sticks and running through seven Knoll defenders to pick up an extra six or seven yards. This was like a montage in a Rocky movie, Gene. 
just back and forth and back and forth. And in the end, it wasn't the team who had the ball last with a chance to score that closed it out. The Knowles defense got the stop, and Florida State exhales with a nine and three record and a forty-three, yep. a forty-five to thirty-eight victory. This is just, this is I guess what it's like to live in the Big Twelve every week, Gene. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, Richard, I'm still amazed that they t- they tout him as an NFL prospect. I think he. He went most of the second half without completing a pass. <laughs> yeah. um, he's just he's he's a freak athlete. He's got a strong arm, but I, he, this guy was going to get torn up if he tries to go to the NFL. But whatever, I hope he does because I don't I don't like seeing FSU try to tackle him. And then of course we got rid of one ATN. Finally, we got another one to deal with. He's yeah. a freshman, right? He is a freshman. Freaking yeah. great. And this other little jerk off, this Pearsaw guy, every single play, <laughs> he winds every play. <laughs> I'm interfered with, dude. You're not cu- Cooper Cup. Stop your whining. There was, uh, <laughs> oh, so I've got some new Gators to very much dislike. Well, that's that's part of it. You you want that? You need that. That's what makes the ri- makes the rivalry uh, special. But one thing I'd say, Gene, is they talked about it all week long. Here's another thing that I assumed was going to happen, and it didn't. The maturity about not getting sucked into the little things of a rivalry game and and uh, you know mistakes of post whistle nonsense or. I mean, Florida State was in danger, I think, about nine different times, Gene, of getting yeah. you know flagged for taunting. Florida was the same. You had a scuffle at one point in the second quarter that had to be broken up behind a play. I, I thought Florida State would handle this much like the Miami trip, which was all business. Every bit of this game from start to finish felt extra emotional and a little bit on the yeah. edge and out of control. And I think it did have an impact, not like last year. Yeah. But I think they played a little tight. You could see some of the stuff. They seemed a little off. They weren't, they weren't as clean as they had been the last few yeah. games on this. So I think the moment, the moment got to them a little bit. They realized how big it was. They saw that crowd, everything going on. And, it, you know, I get it. I mean, these are young adults, and they're in that situation. It's highly emotional. It's one thing to be calm and collected when you're playing Georgia Tech or Louisiana or Syracuse. It's a totally different thing. Or when you're just blasting the living crap out of Miami, yep. who just doesn't who's awful. Um, you got a team that wants to fight you on that stage. Yeah. That's a big deal. You know, at the end of the day, we can say, we can analyze all we want, but they found a way they got, like you said, the defense did get the stop at the end. They found a way to win. Travis rose up and did what he needed to do to get them to win. And it's, you beat your rivals, your state champs, your nine wins. You got five wins in a row. You're going to a good bowl, man. Life is good. Yeah. Sourcing sailor. I see that they played against each other in high school. I get that. There's history here. Yeah. There's, there's history against Miami too, sourcing sailor. And Florida State <clears> didn't <throat> bite on any of that when they went down into Miami Gardens and beat the tar out of the Hurricanes. So I just found that a little bit interesting tonight. And I saw Marvin Jones uh, had oh, a doing a funnel, shoot. Terry. Is that? I hope that's not the Terry who's our call screener. <laughs> He's trying to push me. To, he wants him and Dan to hold me up on the keg stand. I'm well, doing a funnel. That's what I promised. Well, we call them keg bearers. Yeah, that's what you know, <laughs> the guys who hold the leg up. They're the keg bearers. Look, Gene, you know, bottom line is we can have, and and I'm sure we will on the JCS this week, uh, another day, a discussion about some of the things that need to be cleaned up after this football mm-hmm. game. But that's not tonight. That's not tonight. Yeah. You win the state championship. You, you achieve nine wins this season. Nine wins with a lot of your key players missing for several games this year on a team that we didn't think was all that deep. You win the state. You do you check just about every box that we hoped you would check before the season started. Maybe a couple more, a couple extra ones. So tonight is about celebrating. Open up the beer. If you got an extra spirit that you only break out once in on a special occasion, go get that single malt Islay. 
Break open the good bourbon. Gene, that's what tonight is about. It's about feeling good and celebrating what will be Black Friday for the Gators, but a garnet and gold that's Friday right. for Florida State. Well said. This will be remembered as Black Friday for the Gators, who are now 6-6 six and six yep. on the season, losing to Vanderbilt and Florida State back-to-back. So this one, uh, it's got to rub a little salt in the wound that they actually gave them a little hope. They thought we might be able to pull off the upset. End of the day, they still got the big L on their forehead. And they're going slinking back to Gainesville. So huge. We get to celebrate tomorrow. It's still, it's, I'm still blown away. You got to remember beginning of the season, over under Vegas, six and a half wins. Mm-hmm. You're at nine. I mean, that's Vegas isn't usually that far off. So this team is, and what's crazy, I mean, you're some ridiculous nonsense at NC State being away from 10. Yeah. Um, so this, it's unbelievable the improvement. Just going back to lap, middle of last year. When they started out 0-4 yeah. to where you are now, there is nobody, even the most optimistic fan, that could have envisioned this turnaround happening this quickly for this team. I mean, the record since that, whatever, what was that game in the second half? Was it Louisville? The second half where they suddenly turned it on? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that Louisville game. From what's happened from that second half till now is remarkable. I mean, if we were in, if this was next year, 12-team playoff, Florida State right now is a good shot. They might be, They might be in the playoffs. The, in a few weeks. I mean, that's how far this program has come. It's amazing. Undefeated in the SEC this year. So congratulations. And we got one more to go. We're going to be three and zero, baby. <laughs> Either no whether whether you're going to the Orange Bowl or the Gator Bowl, you're playing that's, an SEC team. So we got a shot to knock another one of those. So we're just like they don't want us in the SEC, Tom. They know yep. they don't want this ass whip, and they're like, we're not letting them in. Yep. No, don't let that monster. <laughs> don't let that sleeping giant come into the windfall. That is SEC revenue because look at what we're doing without it. Look at what we're doing. Look at how far we've come without that TV revenue. And in just a couple of short years, I get that this is technically year three for Mike Norvell, but the first year is a total wash. You can't even go recruit. They've done a wonderful job in the transfer portal. That's what this season was about. The transfer portal helping put Florida State over the top. Now you've got to fortify the recruits. And look, Gene, if you're a high school recruit who thinks uh, once or twice or Enough about Florida State to hop in a car and come up here for a game like this. That is what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. That is everything, that, you, especially if you're an offensive player. But that's everything that you want out of an atmosphere. That's everything that you want out of your college experience. The whole town was tearing it, itself apart at the seams today in all the right ways. It was a ton of fun at Hotel Indigo today. Thank you to everybody who stopped by. We saw those tailgate lots fill up. The little squall line of rain come through. And then finally a little cool breeze. But people were, you know, yelling the war chant gene from recess, from some of the apartment buildings across the street. They were blaring the marching chiefs. What an atmosphere today in in Tallahassee. And I'm just glad for the citizens of this town and the students here that was paid off with a victory. You you, got to pay off that kind of faith and enthusiasm. And they got it tonight. Because even I've seen for so long, you build up that hype, that excitement, and then you you got the big letdown. Yep. And you thought for a minute maybe, but no, they they got what they deserve. Florida State was better team. I mean, it was close, but they were the better team. They got the win. Yeah. And you know what, Tom? I think this is a segue because you're talking about all the great fans and everything. Why don't we hear from the fans? Yeah. We, we have the ability to do that here at War Chant TV post game show. We yep. love to hear from you folks. We want to hear that emotion. We want to hear the passion, what this win means. How, what was it? What was it? You know, I want to hear, Tom, you weren't there for the whole game. I want to hear what was that like in the fourth quarter. If somebody oh. was there at the game, 
Tell me, what was that like in the stadium in the fourth quarter when that thing is on the line? It's going back and forth. Florida's making that last drive. They can they get that crazy call on fourth down. And they're getting down in the red zone at the end. That had to be just freaking nuts. I want to hear what they have to say about that. And we are in just a moment. So a quick little note here, technical. Yeah. Uh, if you were watching last week on this particular show, and many of you are brand new to the program, and thank you to the nearly 3,000 of you that are tuned into the War Chant Game Day postgame call-in show presented by Zaxby's. Hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to War Chant TV. It's absolutely free. Get in on this energy. It's not only tonight. We've got the transfer portal opening in oh, yes. about 10 days. It's going to be May all over that, guys, and there's some good stuff coming in the portal. Trust me. It's going to be absolute mayhem over the next few weeks So and, and into the next year. So be sure and subscribe to War Chant TV. It's absolutely free. So, Gene, there's one extra little wrinkle that we didn't talk about today. Yeah. Simply put, if uh, Gene, if you don't mind muting yourself when the caller comes mm-hmm. on, it's going to work. It sounds strange, folks, but we've got it fixed. We cannot wait to hear from you. The phone lines are opening now. We will be back in just over one minute time. One minute's time. Whatever, how are you going to say it? I'm a mumble mouth, happy Florida State fan who beat the Gators. We'll be back in just over a minute on War Chant Game Day presented by Zaxby's. We'll talk to you on the other side of this break. Something big. Something huge. Is taking over the world of chicken sandwiches. Zaxby's new signature sandwich with Zax sauce or new spicy Zax sauce. Because the chicken sandwich war ain't over yet. The new signature sandwich, it's taking over. And it's only at Zaxby's. Warchant.com has been the definitive home of all things FSU sports for over 20 years and is now part of On3, the next generation network. Warchant.com has the most experienced, tenured, and largest staff on the Florida State sports beat and now features innovative resources, including an NIL database that projects player value and a truly aggregated composite recruiting ranking system that will set the bar in the industry. There are no words to describe the perfect pairing of Zaxby's hand-breaded fingers and our 12 delectable sauces. But there is a sound, and that sound is mmm, mmm, mmm. The Zaxby's Chicken Finger Plate with endless sauce abilities, only at Zaxby's. What in the world are we going to hear tonight on these phone lines? It's going to be we over 1,000 likes, Tommy. We did it. Hey, all right. Thank you, everybody, for participating You're and making best. sure that we hit that 1K. If you want to make a bid for 1,500, uh, about 15.01, as in we won up number 15 over in Gainesville, because that's exactly what happened tonight. One extra score for the Knowles. I see that they are in the screening room right now. We're about to hear from you, the callers out there. We missed you last week. We can't wait to have you back on this here program gene lay, lay the ground rules for the callers because it's a little weird system here but we're they're going to get their say that i can't wait i can't wait i hope some of our regulars call i let, met a lot of cool people at indigo a lot of like i want to call in i'm like call in we want to hear it so they're here calling it from the stadium one guy said i'm waiting at the stadium till i can call in folks gene can't cross talk with you i can this is something new gene that i found out yeah. i can cross go back and forth it's just something that our stream provider did without telling us so Yep. It's it's a simple fix. Gene will respond to you. Yeah, once you're once you're off the line. Yeah. Yes. And if you want to go straight through, offer your question, and then talk about how great the things that you've seen so far are from the Florida State football team or Ward Chan or anything in between, go ahead. Feel free to sign off. You and I can talk caller, but Gene 
uh, has to wait. He's got to wait. So yep. that's where we are at present. We are going to go for the 31st time, the 31st time on War Chant TV. We go to Long Island, New York, and we're talking to Josh in Long Island. Josh, go ahead. How are you? Woo! I'm feeling so good right now. I am. I know this is uh th- this is years coming. I now I will admit I had 2012 vibes running through the back of my spine when this was uh happening. But I am so happy that this is this is like a, a gift. I mean, I-, I am making my way down to Orlando on Wednesday and I will smell that those ibis feet and that gator bait. When I come down there, I cannot wait. Oh my God, this is wonderful. But with that said, I did not forget. I said this weeks ago, Tom, Adam Fuller against teams that he played previously that lit him up always gets lit up again. And I just want to know why, whether it was Louisville, Wake Forest, this game, I I love the guy's interviews. He seems like he's down to earth. But I just want to know why does it seem like my man gets lit up year after year? I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but if we're going to take the next step, that is something that needs to be asked and answered. But anyway, it's been a wonderful year. You guys are great. I love War Chant, and I cannot wait for the bowl game. I want Bama. I don't care. I want Bama. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Hey, thank you, Josh. We appreciate you as well. And uh, that's an outstanding call to get us off and running, Gene. Um, Yeah. The emotion, Josh. Yeah, it was great. And you're not done yet, Josh. We're going to have a post-game show for the bowl game. So you better call in then, too, for the 32nd time on War Chant TV. So, Gene, I'll start with a quick answer here on on Adam Fuller. Um, Is he perfect? No. But Florida controlled the line of scrimmage tonight. Yeah. They controlled the line of scrimmage. so much you can do. You had Fabian Love and Robert Cooper getting pushed back into the linebackers. You had the linebackers getting bowled over. I mean, what I thought was interesting was in the beginning of this game, first quarter, I don't think Florida thought it could run up the middle of the field in between the tackles. I don't think they thought they could do it because think about all these little wrinkles they had, little, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a backside run and, and pitch. You've got runs to the outside that are designed. You've got deep shots on a play action. But then after those things were successful, they started to run the ball and they realized, oh, we could just do this every play if we wanted to do. So it's really hard if you're a defensive coordinator in this position where you've got a quarterback who won't go down. Yeah. Even though he's five for 15, he's hit on some big plays. And that's your fault. Those are coverage busts. But on first and second down, they don't have to worry about him throwing Gene because they're just running over the Knowles defensive front most every play. And he did dial up a blitz there at the end. I mean, he did a couple things on that last drive that I liked a lot. And really, he got he stopped them twice, if not for a ridiculous bad call by the official. He stopped a team with a really dynamic quarterback twice on that last series. Got to get some props for that. I mean, I get it. I mean, there's still – I mean, he going into this game, FSU had the 11th-ranked defense. When they started a couple of years ago, they were 106th. Um, you know, they were getting, as Tom pointed out, they were getting beat at the line of scrimmage for the most part. There's only so much a coordinator can do in that situation. So I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's more of a they need to upgrade some talent at maybe a couple positions more yep. than anything else in games like this. It was granted, it was I'm not saying it was very disappointing what we saw defensively, 
But, you know, they can have bad days too. And the defense didn't play well today. Thank goodness Jordan Travis and the offense did play extremely well. Yeah, the adjustments coming out of half were that they were going to have to blitz him. They didn't think that they had to blitz yeah. Anthony Richardson. They did. That's how they got off the field on se- in several instances was just that overload stuff. There was one, though, in particular where they didn't get home. There's a deep shot. and I think Greedy Vance got away with a tug, but that's what the officials were allowing to happen all night long until the fourth and forever on that last drive, which is uh, something that Gene, I think, would have gone on a six-minute straight rant if that had proved to be the difference in the football game. To Screener Terry out there, the the lines are open uh, if you want to grab some people and name them, but I don't need a call screener to talk to this particular person because for the 111th time on War Chant TV's many offerings, we now go to the 757, and we are talking to Gator Kirk. Gator Kirk, hit us with what you got after a Knowles victory over the Gators. We lost Gator. No, no, Gene, this is not the technical issue. We've got him back. Here comes Gator Kirk. Gator Kirk, hit us. Go for it. What? Oh! That's what I'm talking about. He broke the sound barrier. Go for it, Gator. Yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we've won. I'm not real impressed with our defense tonight on on certain um, plays and things like that, but I, I just I'm not sure how do you guys feel about our defense overall? All right, Gene. Sounds like Gator has enjoyed every bit of the four hours. Yes. Game. So. Uh, uh, I'm not going there tonight. I respect you. I love you, Gator. I'm celebrating the victory tonight. They need better players. I'll leave it at that. I think Gene hit the nail on the head uh, at the last particular point that he made, which was you got to get some better players in here. I you thought got some good players. You yeah. Know, you know, I mean, it's, I, I don't thought, know. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I thought they were farther along at the line of scrimmage. And tonight proved that they still have some work to do to, to control the line of scrimmage. I, I kind of wonder about this. It was interesting. I was thinking about that. I don't want to go too down this path. Like you said, this is a big win for Florida State. We want to dwell on a, on a negative. But I wondered about this. So when they went, remember during that streak, there you go, Natty Light. You're hydrating, Tom. I am. With that. So when they went on that streak when they lost the games, and remember the biggest problem they had, they were just being gutted. And we all said, Baby and Lovett's out. Robert Cooper's hurt. Verse was hurt. So that's that's what it is all attributed to, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and they went on that the last four game winning streak, we all go, Oh, the problem solved. Well, part I wanted to, part of my mind is like part of that thing because they got so far ahead in these games, the teams are like, Okay, we can't be trying to gut it down the middle and run between the tackles all the time. We're down seventeen nothing or whatever it is early in the game. Where I think Florida was in this game the whole time, so they could run the football. I'm not sure those problems were really solved by just a couple players coming back. I still think they're a little weak in terms of that run defense. Now, granted, there were a couple breakdowns in the secondary earlier, but that happens. You see it in the NFL, it happens sometimes. Um, That's part of the game. I think the defense has been pretty good in the whole, but I think the run defense has been shaky all season. It's not like Baby and Lovett is suddenly back and it goes from being horrible to being great. It's just, it was just kind of below average mediocre tonight. Yeah. 
Yeah, agreed. But you scored more than they did. So screw them. Screw the Gators. There it is. Nine and three are the Knowles. We now go to the 9-1-2. If your number starts with 6-6-0-9-1-2, talk to us. Who is this on War Chant postgame show? Yo, this is 100 Proof Football. Oh, 100 Proof Football. What's going on? Yo, from Wyoming, what's going on in the snow, baby? <laughs> hey, we state champions, are we not? That's correct. They know that even where you are, man. In all parts of the country, they know now who the state champs in Florida are. <laughs> hey, I'm down with it. I know there's a lot of Debbie Downers tonight. It's weird to be state champions and hear so many people drunken down, but I'm drunk and crunk, man. I've been drinking. I woke up with a beer for breakfast. And we keeping it going because that's how we do. Until next year, we have 365 days to revel and be state champions and let the Gators know that we rule the state, baby. They all got to come and bring their recruits to our stadium and see what we do and how we do it, man. Now, there was a few things like everybody else is talking about that people are upset about. My main thing is this, like, Check me out. I love what Norvell is doing. If you heard me last time, I'm a big Norvell guy. I believe in the guy. But what is this fourth and 12 shit in the fourth quarter? In the first quarter, going on court instead of kicking the field goal. I get it. Fitzgerald missed the field goal. But it's fourth and 12, not fourth and two. This is not Madden. Like, either punt them deep or whatever. But they got a touchdown off that drive. Like, there's a few things that Norvell's doing that's driving me crazy. Because we have, I feel like we have the belief and the buy-in of a championship caliber team. So there's a few things the coaches need to get out their system, put the Xbox controller down, quit playing Madden, and understand that you got to play field position, okay? Just run defense that everybody thought was amazing. Hey, we've been having a, the people that said we had an easy schedule the last four weeks. You understand why we said that because all of a sudden we're not controlling the line of scrimmage. Like y'all said with the last caller, they're, they're pushing the line and, and gaining, gashing us five yards to play with another ETN. Like you said, Gene, one more ETN we got to deal with, okay? But look, we beat the Gators. I broke out the Weller 107 tonight. We're doing it big, the, the special bourbon. We are state champs. Let's revel in it, okay? Let's let Norvell and Adam Fuller and company learn from the experience and and get some new recruits. I hope the recruits saw what they needed to see, saw the atmosphere, was part of the war chant, and want to be a part of Garnet and Gold Nation and taking this thing to the next level. But, hey, everybody that thinks we should be in the SEC, y'all, we saw what happened when we played an SEC team. The stats weren't the same this this week as they were the last four weeks. So we got to step it up. We got to get these recruits in. Hey, War Chant is only $10 right now. That's fine. But guess what? NIL put $20 in that. Yo, put, <laughs> hey, that's not involved with the, with the school. But, hey, let's put some money in NIL. We got to get these players in because we got the coaches. We need the talent. It's the Jimmy's and Joe's, not just the X's and O's. God bless all y'all. God bless War Champ State Champion. Let's go! Oh, Woo! oh my goodness! Boom! Boom. That's, that's all I do. 
favorite, favorite color. color. Yeah, that. Oh, 100 so, proof. It's, yeah, 100 proof my spirit animal. What a fantastic call. Oh, my gosh, 100 proof. Drunk and crunk, man. We need got T-shirts made for that. Yes. I was do. at the Florida game, and I was drunk and crunk. Love Gene, it. Gene, you know, it'll sound like that we've hired somebody from uh, the opposing fan base, but we need 100 proof football to do a hype video for us. For yes. The, for the LSU game in Orlando. It'll sound like we got somebody from the Bayou to help us out, but. He just preaches, and I yes, just, I love here, it. I listen to that man. That man is testifying, and I am enjoying a nice little yeah, natural. Here's to you, hundred proof. I don't have the hundred proof, but yeah, this is like ten proof. That. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Hundred ten proof. Mick, all uh, what are you drinking? Natty light. Natty. Yeah, natty. Yeah. It's, so uh, he also said in one of his uh, contributions and tips to a uh, war chant that uh, JT Jordan Travis is one hundred proof certified as a yes. high. So there you go. 100 proof football, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Great each call. One his, each one of his three calls have been. There he is, J, J Trap. 100 proof Heisman. Call back. You can call back in 10 minutes if you want. 100. Yeah, we proof. love. We love 100 proof. You got some more thoughts? Go for it. We've got a few more people that are coming up in just a moment. Uh, I see them in the screen here. We got uh, so many others to, so many others to thank. Uh, ben, go ahead and let's scroll through some of the contributions here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Drunk and crunk with the War Chant Game Day logo. Henry Washington reminds me of the 2010 Jimbo first year. This year will be the turning point. That was 31 to seven. The Knoll fans were just celebrating a coronation in the fourth quarter today. Our hearts were in our throats. Our stomachs were up there too. Mm. But Florida State comes out with a win. Kobe, Ooh, Kobe, my goodness, goodness gracious, Kobe. If Thank you got a question, just you know, put yeah. asterisks and say Ben, Ben. I got a question over here, and he'll find it. Thank you so much, Kobe. That is unbelievably generous of you. Wow. Ray K. Thank you, Ray K. We appreciate you very, very much. And John Kynes. What's going on, John? My heart and my liver have suffered. <laughs> my liver's going to suffer tomorrow at Corner Pocket. So <laughs> I'm just kicking it off with the uh, keg stand. Then we'll, we'll ease on into that yeah. 3.37 o'clock window. Mark McEwen. This game had the atmosphere of Notre Dame last year in Oklahoma 2011. Okay, so that's that had to have been in the second yeah. half, too. That had, I mean, that fourth quarter was unbelievable to watch on television. I couldn't imagine, Mark. Thank you very much. Florida man in Texas. Keg stands at the CP, baby. Keep the party and post game going. We'll be sitting in traffic for two hours listening. Well, thank you, Florida man in Texas. Hopefully the traffic isn't that bad. It was rotten getting in. Hopefully it's a little bit better getting out. Corey's gallbladder. <laughs> a win is a win, gang. Even better when we get one versus UF. State champs. Hope to see you all yep. in, the Bulls, in the Gator Bowl. I'll be in second. I, I can predict if we are in the Gator Bowl, as seems pretty likely, that Warchant will have some kind of event going on right. in Jacksonville. I think there's a good chance of that. Robert Madden. All right. SEC yes, they do. We can drink to that. <laughs> I think, yeah, the pass interference, I think, is what he's saying was ridiculous. Yep. Henry Washington with a sticker. I hope it's a cool sticker. Thank you, Henry. Thank really, you. Really appreciate it. Kevin, let's go, Knowles. We love you out there from El Paso. Oh, uh, El. Home of the Sun Bowl. There we go. And uh, Jeremy is the final Jeremy. one. Jeremy. Back to that. And Jeremy, we love you very much. It's been a minute. I haven't seen you since the spring game, I think, a couple of years back. Suck it, Gators, he says. Hashtag drunk and fabulous. Aren't we all going to be either today or tomorrow? I, that's the beauty of playing a Friday night football game. You get a little extra time to hang out with your friends. Or if you're here in town, Stick around an extra day. Come out to the corner pocket tomorrow, 1130 a.m. We now go to Tallahassee, and we go to a gentleman by the name 
of Tom. What an excellent name, Tom, in Tallahassee. Go ahead and welcome to the War Chant Game Day postgame show. Hey, I appreciate it. Tom and I agree. Great name. And hey, Gene, uh, love you guys. All I got to say is this. Suck it, Lizards, and suck it, Death Row Billy. We are state champs, baby. Woo! <laughs> and, uh, to follow up on that, I just got a couple of things, and then I'll get off and let uh, other callers come in. But my God, I know offensive lines hold on every single play just about. But when somebody has their hand on top of somebody's shoulder pads and you can see Jersey come in through the fingers, that's a little bit of a hold. And, my, I mean, my, uh, the, the play when they finally called the holding on Florida, it took it because Richardson's sitting there scrambling out to his left, yep. and, our deep, and he couldn't, the offensive lineman couldn't see what he's doing. I mean, it was that obvious. But, my God, every single play, every single play. And, and finally, one last thing, and then I'll hang up and listen to you guys. Uh, is every single quarterback that plays for the University of Florida a little biatch? I had to watch those Tim Tebow's I Promise commercials, uh, you know, as the game was going on. I don't know if you guys saw that. I did. But, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and then you had Anthony Richardson in the first quarter taunting our fans. Every single one of their quarterbacks is a little bitch. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to hang up. Great show. Go Knowles. All right. We appreciate you, Tom. Thank you very much for the call. Yeah, I saw that commercial with Tebow. They're doing. You will never. I, I put that in my notes. What the hell? We're seeing that. I was. I watched the first few, uh, first couple of quarters with friends of mine. They're like, really, a Tim Tebow commercial during this? Where's the Charlie Ward commercial? Right. Exactly. I mean, why are we doing that? That's just, I don't know, bad move. ABC or whoever put that on. That's just, you will never you know. see, Gene. You will never see another team with a tight end who killed somebody. Yeah, they came together like one big family under Urban Meyer. I uh, yeah, I, I believe that. There's a bridge for sale in Arizona. I'm sure. I'm sure they did. Well, thank you very much, Tom, for the call. We appreciate that. And um, Richardson had his moments where you didn't like him, but then he had. He his did moments. that first touchdown. He went right down. He started doing the chop it, and I was like, "All right, he is a little b," as Tom said. I, I had more of a problem with Pearsall. Pearsall was a yeah. whiny little b to me, and I have a bigger <laughs> problem with that. I get Richardson's getting caught up in the emotion of the game, doing that. I kind of get the other guy's just whiny. I I don't like that in an athlete, man. You're not, you're not interfered on every play. Stop complaining. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. 
Yeah, the thing about with Richardson is, it, it, you Pierce all you're correct, Gene. I agree. And your earlier description, sure, I agree with that too. Uh, but when Richardson can drive like six year defenders back five yeah. yards, oh, all right, all right, all right. Man. Man. yeah, that that is a grown ass man. Uh, I think he wants another crack at it for the 112 <laughs> in War Chant game day, post <laughs> game column show history. Gator Kirk, oh my, we love you, we love you. We're gonna, it's gonna be a, a tight window here because I, I think I think you've been enjoying yourself and and we appreciate that. You should enjoy yourself in the War Chant post game show. But what you got? Come on, bring us some more. What's up, guys? <laughs> I, I got I felt disrespected in the chat there. So, how important is it? For us to get the um, 15 practices for the bowl game. All right. That is a good and succinct question. And we love you, Gator Kirk. We can't wait to hear from you for the 113th time. Uh, Gene, how important are those 15 practices? Wow, we haven't had, I mean, it's you're right. We get all these extra practices. I forgot about that. That's right. It's been such a long time since we've gone to a bowl game. Yes, it is. Obviously, some of these young guys, because you're going to lose, you know, some of these guys, the NFL. Eventually, even with COVID, some guys have to graduate. I mean, at some point, their eligibility does run out. So, yeah, you got some of the young guys, some of the young linemen get more time in there. They're going to have to play more, some of those guys in the secondary. I mean, it just – it's again, it's extra practices for these guys. I mean, we, we sort of see some more of the Portiers, the McLeans, some of these young wide receivers that we're starting to see emerge. You're going to have to step up and be bigger for FSU next year. That's huge to get those guys. So, no, it, it's – it's obviously helpful that more practice, the better. Um, to me, it's going to be, there's that. And I think just having, to me, the bigger thing is the momentum of having this going into the off season with the portal and recruiting. And the NIL is, has been pointed out by Hunter Proof and others that, you know, fans, boosters that have a lot of money are more apt to give the NIL and the boosters when you're state champs and you beat the hell out of your two biggest rivals. Yuckmouth says, way to respond, Gator Kirk. Norvell would be proud of the response. Yes, uh, you know, he came see, through. When you don't go to a bowl for four or five seasons, uh, not counting COVID, it, it's nice to get back in that routine. And I'm not even kidding. Like, it sounds basic, but going and playing in a neutral site game, we did it against LSU, but doing that after the season, it's got its own weird little idiosyncrasies. And the goal around here is to be playing in games in December and January that mean a whole lot. So I'd prefer that Florida State not play at a high-stakes game without having gone through it once or twice beforehand, and that's what this is about, playing mm -hmm. an SEC team in either the Gator Bowl or the Orange Bowl and having a crack at going through uh, something they haven't done. None of the kids on this team, except for maybe – Maybe 10 wins, Tom. That's, that's something. Right. Ten, that, and that's exactly what happened. I, I saw somebody liken it to the 2010 Jimbo season. Uh, that's what that season was. They were 9-3 and three heading into Atlanta to play South Carolina in the Peach Bowl. And they got their 10th win. And that was something that later on would pay dividends for a couple of those guys who were younger on that squad. And it also proved to the recruiting world that we were for real. And it wasn't just that we caught Florida when they were down. We could beat another really good SEC East team. So, And Greg uh, Reed could bitch slap the hell out of, was it Lattimore? And we beat Mark, on that, that opening hit. Marcus Lattimore. That game yeah. wild. That was a really fun, yeah. fun game to watch. Uh, everything, including that hit. You had Ponder had to come out of the game with a concussion. Yeah, that's right. He had Lonnie wide open on a fourth down. He ends up spiking the ball because of the effects of the hit, the hit to the head, which was crazy. And then EJ comes in, makes some big plays for the Knolls. That's what we're about to take in, folks. Some really cool stuff in a bowl game against a team you've heard of 
not out in Sharifport against Southern Miss. So here we go, everybody. We now turn to our friend, the Ohana, our family, War Chant TV out in Hawaii. It's Ralph Spartanol. Spartanol71, welcome to the program, Ralph. How are you after a giant-ass victory over the Gators? Uh, well, I'm about seven sheets into the Waikiki win, but I'm going to behave myself, I promise. <laughs> behave however you like, Ralph. We're 9-3. and three. Go ahead. I, I, first of all, last week the phone call didn't work. What I was trying to convey was a congratulations to Norvell and everybody for hitting 500. Obviously, we're one above that now. We're on the climb. Uh, what I want to say tonight is at halftime, there was a room full of us Seminole fans down in Waikiki. Hawaii Knoll says uh, aloha to everyone out there, by the way. Uh, we're watching the game. Things, you know, we're down by three. Missed the field goal. I went on tribal council. A lot of negativity. So for everybody out there dumping on this team at halftime, can we please finally stop? All right. This team is climbing and they're winning. Get behind this team or get the hell out. There it is. All right. Ralph, we love you, baby. Can't wait to see you stateside next year. Uh, we'll be there for LSU in Orlando. Can't wait for the meet and greet. I love all of you. Let's go, Knowles. Get behind this team, damn it. There you go. I love it. That is Spartan Knoll on the boards here at War Chant, and his name is Ralph. And you couldn't find much nicer of a gentleman at War Chant events. And we look forward to seeing him yeah. in Orlando, Gene. He's had enough of your nonsense if you are not on board with Mike Norvell and where this program is going. And Tommy Young likes what Spartan Knoll has. Uh, we all like it. Yeah, Spartan, Spartan's the man, man. We love you, Ralph. Love to Look forward to seeing you. That's going to be – talk about, oh, my gosh. I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but, man, the hype for that LSU game yeah. in Orlando next year is going to be off the hook. That's going to be a lot of fun. You know, I mean, but I know Ralph sees the Tribal Council a lot. It's pretty much every game. Um, I mean, in 2013, there were games – if they were, if we didn't jump out to a 14 nothing lead in the first five minutes, people are complaining on there. They're getting to fire coaches, blah, 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 blah. It's a knee-jerk reactionary thing, and I get it. Some people just like to vent and do that stuff. It is what it is. But, no, you would think at this point what Florida State's been able to accomplish the last year is freaking remarkable. You got you should get behind this coaching staff of this team because it's incredible. And they're doing it with class. you got guys – they pointed out in the broadcast, so I don't know if you heard this, but they said they had one of the best all-time like grades mm -hmm. this, this team has ever had. Under Mike Norvell, because it wasn't that long ago when Jimbo tried to get Florida State ineligible for all the APR <laughs> nonsense, because that was one of the many idiotic things he didn't. But I mean, the fact that they've turned it around with Taggart, you don't hear about guys getting trouble off the field anymore. I mean, it's everything. It's not, it's the wins and losses we love. That's primary. I get it. But <clears throat> these are class guys. They're doing it right. They're doing well in the classroom. It's a team you can be proud of and guys you can like and cheer for. Yeah, our APR was so bad. I think Jimbo drew the R backwards. You know, just, <laughs> That's pretty good. It was rough. But usually when you hear about things like that, Gene, with academics and off the field, you're going three and nine, not nine and yeah, three. No, yeah, but, you know, but you're, you're, we're winning and you're doing those things. Both can be done at the same time. I mean, yeah, Dylan Gibbons had said this week that $450,000 has been raised. That's awesome. Big and big heart. And, and he'd be trying to do stuff and pocketing that money, but he, you know, he, he puts those efforts towards, I mean, yep. unreal.
Jeffrey Bats, thank you for the contribution. I just love saying your name. Jay Bats. There we go. Next up on the War Chant Game Day postgame call-in show, where there's nearly 2,500 of you right now. Make sure to hit the like underneath this video. Let's get up to 1,500 if you would, please. We are going to Charlotte, North Carolina, and we are talking to Tony. Tony in Charlotte. Go ahead. Welcome to the pre uh, postgame show. Welcome to 9 and 3. Go ahead. Yo, go on, first off, go no. I'm glad we got the win, 9-3. I was actually one game off uh, before the start of this season. I said we were going to go 8-4, but I'll take 9-3 for the regular season. Um, I felt like the game should have – the margin of victory should have been wider. You know, we had a lot of self-inflicted mistakes, unnecessary penalties. But all in all, I'm impressed with the win. We capped it off with state championship, undefeated in SEC play. I think Gene mentioned that earlier. So I think Mike Novell got us on the his leadership, his wisdom, his discipline, his vision. I think he got us on the right track. So next year should be our year. So I'm excited for where we at, man. Well, a lot of people share your sentiment tonight, uh, Tony. Is there something you want to talk about in the past game as well? Yeah, I ain't understand where – uh, so, for instance, the drive right before the half where we had an opportunity to score, I think it was like a, maybe a minute left. We threw the ball three straight times. I ain't, I ain't understand that. We went three and out and basically just threw that drive away or handed them, that, that, handed them the ball back. And there was another drive in the second half that was exactly like that. I ain't understand that. I feel like we should have at least attempted to run the ball to, kind of put us in a, man a manageable situation on third down. But um, other than that, yeah, and them self-inflicted mistakes, yeah. But what what was your take on that? I don't know if you remember those drives, though. I do. I do. And thank you, Tony. We appreciate the call. Hope you call back. I'll loop in Gene now. Uh, Gene, you know, I think the hard part here was this is the first time for this coaching staff in over a month in which they were challenged to get off of their usual routine and their usual bread and butter plays. Yeah. There was a <laughs> lot of, there was a lot of running in this football game on other drives, not these uh, three announced that Tony's talking about in which the first down run up the middle or run a, a, an attempted counter gain of one second down run again, gain of one or two. You're in third and seven. There was a lot of that tonight. The Florida trenches were pretty good on both sides of the ball. Certainly the most challenging thing that Florida State has seen since Clemson. And you might even argue it was more challenging than what they saw against Clemson when you're talking about traditional runs being successful. The Knolls were able to hit traditional runs against the Tigers. Not so much tonight against the Gators. Yeah. There were explosive plays, yes. Jordan Travis scrambles, yes. But they weren't able to establish it on first down, gaining four and five at a time. The way they've been able to, John, just about everybody this year, Gene. Yeah, it was weird, uh, the running game. Because you'd see Florida would stop Florida State. It was either like you'd get one yard, no yards, two yards, or you get 17 yards. So, yes. I mean, it's kind of hard. I get it, but you could see the passing game was working. So I understood the mentality. and Maybe Florida was low. I, don't, I haven't looked at the all 22 or to see. Maybe you know, Tom, if they were stacking the box. Yeah. But it seemed like the passing game was much more effective or Jordan Travis running around, obviously making plays. But it was so unpredictable when they were going to bust off a long running play. So that's the thing. That the fear is you're trying to run a bunch and all of a sudden you're behind the sticks. Or you're, you're dealing with a third and eight versus, well, every time you throw the football, 
it seems like it's a long play. And Florida was obviously defensively bringing their players up. I don't know where their safeties were. You saw play after play after player. Guys are open way downfield. I mean, the one we talked about with Toa Feely is another example there. Well, you could have tried to do a short route and maybe do something to try to pick it up. But when you got a guy running down the middle of the field wide open for a long touchdown, you go for it. Yeah, it's hard, Gene. Sometimes you, you, you see mirages, and then you rewatch the game, and you go, oh, that wasn't the way it was at all. But but here's what my at live speed my was telling me. We had a lot of formations that were bunched closer to the line of scrimmage, so Florida could have extra bodies come up closer to the ball because we had tight ends around the line of scrimmage or receivers that were stacked in kind of tight. So they're already around there, so you have a lot of traffic in that area. Sometimes they'd have everything blocked up and walled off to the perimeter for an outside run, but they lose somebody in the middle, you know, somebody between the tackles and mm. shoot a gap, and then you're in trouble there. And other times they just got beat straight up. Or, or Jordan- it's having a 400-plus-pound guy in the middle kind of like, I mean, you don't usually go against that either. I mean, it's a different dynamic you have to deal with. It is. Uh, Gilbert Brown is about the only name that I can recall in my lifetime that was that big and consistently could play in the interior. That was for the Green Bay Packers all those years ago. But yeah, I, I just, it was a little bit different looking. And, I, and the one thing I'd question, at least in live speed, is why was there a lot of stuff around the line of scrimmage formationally to allow Florida to sell out and come in yeah. closer to the ball? Because that, that's what they wanted to do anyway. I thought, Gene, from the get go, that this would be a quick passing game because Florida plays off coverage a lot on the outsides. They didn't do that as no. much tonight either. Florida had some tricks in there, some tendency breakers on both sides of the ball. For the Knowles, they were clearly game planning for this game for a while. You know that because they lost to Vandy. And then also tonight, after watching them play Tennessee and Georgia and some other games, LSU, Florida did some things tonight that were completely against what the Mm. trend said they were going to do. They cared a lot about this game. They felt like they had a good game plan and they had a good one. It just wasn't good enough, Gene. You know, I thought about that time when they lost to Vandy. I'm like, I wonder if they were basically one of those games. And you know how that is a lot of times. You think you got to win. You're saving your stuff. You're prepping for the game one game ahead, thinking we can just kind of sleepwalk, be vanilla in this game. Yeah. And, we'll, you know, we'll save our good stuff for the next game. You almost think they put all their things into one kettle to try to, like, <clears throat> done. we want to win that game. At the end of the year, we're beating a rival. It'll help recruiting, all that kind of stuff. They tried to go for it. Obviously, it backfired. They almost pulled it off. Well, but no, it did seem you're right. It was seemed de- definitely different in the secondary how they were handling this game. And and think about it this way too. So Jordan threw for 270 yards. You've got a Johnny drop in the end zone, right? You've got the miss on Toa Feely. You've got another miss on Johnny who released and was wide open down the sideline, mm-hmm. and it was a little bit behind him. He could have caught it, but that's got to be a walk in touchdown. So there's any number of yards there, Gene. Probably a hundred and change on three throws that are wide open because. You did run the ball and smack it into the line of scrimmage over and over. Think about that short drive after Micah Pittman gets hit late out of bounds. That yeah. first play is a play action to Cam McDonald. Wide the hell open because they're selling out to stop the run. And then they've got oh, – that was a beautiful play because you know what I loved about it, Tom? And you being an FSU fan, how many times has FSU been burned on that play? Yes. Through yeah. the history of Florida State, the little tight end drag, and to see it work on somebody else is a thing of beauty. It was. It was. So, I mean, there were some things if Jordan hits on a couple of throws or the receivers catch some passes. Yeah. I mean, he probably has 350, 400 yards passing tonight because there were certainly that many yards on the field. I was okay with that part of it. Uh, I mean, he scored 45 points. I mean, at the end of the day, we can complain. We can nitpick about drops, about a few play calls here and there. But, man, you score 45 points, you better win the freaking game. 45 points with a fourth and 12 not converted, a missed field goal, and a couple of touchdowns that you didn't convert on. Yeah. So you could have dropped 60 on him.
but 45 was enough, and that's all we asked for was a win tonight, and we got it. We know we now go back to Virginia Beach. We're talking to the 757 0 757-0 in Virginia Beach. First of all, apologies, 757. That was me who hung up on you by accident earlier. Welcome to the program. Give us your thoughts on the game. Yeah, so thanks for uh, – yeah, I had to call. So my my thoughts are, were Travis. I mean, Travis carried us. And I, I listened to the pregame. Yeah, this was Gators uh, uh, defensive line and offensive line were the toughest that we faced in, in a month. And, you know, it was a little scary there for a while. But, you know what, they just kept going. Kudos to Travis, Jordan Travis, man. He carried us. And I, and I got to give a call to Gene. Uh, Gene Williams, I've, I've built some companies before, but he built this company, GeneWilliamsWarChant.com. It's an awesome what he's gone through and built this company. And I love it. And, you know, just go Noles. It's been awesome and exceeded our expectations. And, I just, you know, I'm just excited. Yeah, I agree. Uh, there, there's a lot of folks who are uh, just a little fired up here, either in the chat or on, on the phone line, 7570. Thank you for the call. There's no doubt, Gene, that, and again, in the trenches, I don't know that Florida State ha- has lost the trenches as much as they did in this game all season long. And that doesn't mean yeah. that they lost it the, the entirety. I'm just saying, you know, if you, if you've got a back and forth, a tug of war, Florida won a lot of plays in this game at the line of scrimmage. I don't think Clemson won as many as Florida yeah. tonight. It was very impressive. The Gators were here to play. They just weren't good enough. Well, especially their offensive line. I think we've seen, I think Clemson, we saw that really stout defensive line. Yeah, Florida State was still able to operate and have some success there. But you're like you're right, seven five seven is right on both sides of the line. It was a dogfight. It was really difficult. Like we talked about before, the running plays, it was difficult. You could not get anything between the tackles. It seemed like you know unless there was just you sprung a counter or something happened in there. Traditional runs were not happening there. So yeah, it's tough, and that's one of the things I talk about when I say the personnel needs to be upgraded. I think that's one of the biggest places where I think you can do it on both lines. Mm-hmm. is to get bigger, stronger guys to fill out that place. It's gotten dr- dramatically better. It went from the worst offensive line two years ago to, you know, it's it's probably an average offensive line. Let's be realistic about it. I think a lot of the scoring is because of Jordan, because of the scheme, and just guys playing at a high level. I think they're getting the most out of what they have. But the line is it's good, and Alex Atkins deserves a ton of praise for getting the most out of what he has. But it's not elite. And 757, thing for the kind words, and – it's it's been a great ride for Warchant. One of the reasons why guys like this man, you just hire good people and let them do their thing, and uh, good things will happen from that. So yeah, we appreciate it, and thanks for calling in. Well, let me uh, pass the hot potato around because uh, you got young kids like Ben who do a, a bang up job. I see Ben mm-hmm. also has some. Uh, did, did you find some Florida Gator stuff that you can you can show the world here a little bit, Ben? I think you did. Ben is always good in the research department. There we go. There's. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That was an opening weekend game. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there was. Oh a lot. yeah. You thought you had Jordan Travis, didn't you? You thought you had him in the backfield. Yeah. That, oh. oh, the stork. Love it. Good Sit God. down. Stork. That was thirteen, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then there's Demarcus. Demarcus. Yeah. What a night that was. That was six years ago under the lights here in Tallahassee. What a game he had. That was Dalvin Cook and Demarcus Walker. <laughs> when someone yells chomp, 
I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. There you go, Ben. There you go. Very nice. Well done. Well done, Ben. Also, uh, a, a little uh, one of these. I'll give you this. Just for that's for you, Billy. Oh yeah. There you go. There you go. We had just a little bit more offense than you did. We now go out to the West Coast. We're going to be talking to our new friend. Oh, actually, this is your third call, Jay, in San Francisco. Out to the West Coast we go. Jay in San Francisco. Welcome to the War Champ Post Game Show. You're talking to Gene and Tom. Go ahead on a victory Friday night for the Knowles. Hey, this is Jay. I hope uh, – am I catching you guys because I just dropped you off? Nope. You're I'm going to keep talking real quick. Keep going. All right, sweet. Sweet. Uh, first comment, I agree with you, Tom. Um, very, I don't know, concerned about the D-line and linebackers. We totally let them shred us um, at least 60% of the time. But whatever, we the Gators. Um, here's my positive comments. I think without the drops, Jordan Travis had the best uh, game since I remember watching FSU play since 1987 in the history of an FSU QB. That uh, scramble play he had, which was either uh, down at the one or a touchdown, was the most athletic play I've seen by an FSU QB ever. Maybe when Ward jumped over the Virginia uh, DBs for a touchdown, maybe that beats it. But besides that, that was the best um, touchdown or, or uh, scramble or athletic play by an FSU QB ever. And the silver lining is Wilson had like four to five potential drops, and I think we just got him back next year. So <laughs> I was thinking in the third quarter, let's just go to McLean. Um, but uh, I think we just uh, made our 2023 team um, uh, that much better. So uh, we beat the Gators. This is awesome. Thanks for an awesome year, War Chant, and uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, you're the best, Jay. Thank you so much. That was a great call, and uh, we're not done yet. We got another. We got another game, Jay. So uh, feel free to call in for the post-game show after the bowl. You know, Gene, I'm glad he brought up Malik McClain because Malik mm-hmm. has been on a tear of late. Uh, you don't ever want to use the B word when you're talking about a second-year football player. you got to be patient with a lot of these guys. They're going to develop. They're going to come around and be a better version of themselves by the time they're 21 and 22 years old. But Malik McClain had shown potential, and then there was a valley, and then potential, and then a valley. Well, the catch he made last week in the back of the end zone where he had to adjust was outstanding. Mm-hmm. The stiff arm against Syracuse. The stiff arm. That, that, to me, that's one of the plays of the year. I love that. And then this catch in traffic down the seams, Gene, you know, when I was talking about mm-hmm. play action setting things up over the top, I forgot to mention that play. That's a big play in the ball game because it was as yep. Florida State's offense mm-hmm. was starting to deliver haymaker after haymaker. They had tied the ball game at 24 but were you going to follow it up after the defense got you some stops? They did to get the lead to 38-24. Malik McClain was wide open because they were running the ball right into the middle of the line, setting up a deep shot. Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, arguably Jordan's best throw of the night was that one to Malik. It's so much, and I, it, Thank you so much for the call, Jade. I mean, I love the, the positivity and focusing on Jordan Travis' amazing night. I mean, it's, it's a shame the national people aren't on him like they should be. Because uh, he's he's one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in college football right now. It's freaking amazing what he's doing out there. And good memory on that Virginia game. I was there for that one, Tom. You're a little young uh, for that Virginia game when Charlie Ward hurtled the Virginia defender into the end zone. That was something. But that was his Heisman year. That was an incredible play. So I appreciate Jay bringing up a fond memory that I had of uh, that season and that that moment. Yeah, I mean, it's Florida State's very lucky to have Jordan Travis and, you know, I, I – 
we hope. So I know a lot of people in chat have asked. I think there's a decent chance he's back next year. Um, you know, and Johnny Wilson, I think he really should be back next year. I think he needs another year in college to really polish his game before the league. So, you know, if you get it, you hit a couple guys in the portal, this rise could continue in 2023. Yeah. Before this game, Gene, it sounded like uh, folks who were connected were confident that Jordan would be returning for mm-hmm. the, uh, for the next season. You know, we all know what that means, that there's an NIL price for retention. You know, I think that price just went up a little bit after tonight. I think it did just, and that's fair. That's totally fair. Well, you can, you can see what his NIL value is because the nice thing about on three is they have an AI that tracks every player's yep. NIL value. You can go right to our database right here at warchant.com. Just go look up the player and click on the NIL tab and you'll see. And what I like, Tom, is you, there's a little graph mm-hmm. and you'll see after a player has a good game, it, it goes up a little bit. So I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm wondering this game, Travis says, I wonder, did he make 50000 100000 200000 How much more is he worth after this game? So yeah. it's it's fun to track that stuff. Oh, I think uh, just that one play, avoiding four sacks. Because oh. the, the fourth one he avoids, Gene, was it almost looked like a, a Dalvin run because the guy bounces off of him. The first yeah. you know, three of them were elusiveness. Then one was kind of strength. I was like, all right, Jordan. Because he's not a big guy. That's oh. the thing. This is not – no, 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 no. That, that – to me look like, and he's not as big or strong, but it looked like, you know, one of the elite, uh, uh, what's his name? The uh, uh, Ravens, um, Lamar Jackson. He looked like that looked like a prototypical Lamar Jackson play. Who's the most elusive quarterback maybe in history of college in the NFL, but it looked like that. I mean, he just was untackleable on that play. We are so thankful and hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving for the 2000 plus of you that are with us right now on war chant game day presented by Zaxby's. Be sure and hit the like button underneath this video. Subscribe to WarChant TV. It's absolutely free. So we might have stolen your thunder down in Miami, Florida, our next caller. In my notes, it says that you want to talk about the chance of Jordan Travis returning next year. So, Kobe, we'll give you a little bit of leeway here. Do you have anything else you want to ask, or do you want to weigh in with your thoughts about Jordan Travis returning? Welcome to the program, Kobe. Hey, guys. How's it going? Um, thanks for all you do. And uh, I'm really happy with the win today. Go Knowles. Yes, sir. Um, I just wanted to say, so, yeah, my question was, what are the odds Jordan Travis comes back next year? But if he doesn't, what do the Knowles look like? Okay. Fair enough. Thank you, Kobe. We appreciate it. I'm going to start as I loop Gene back into the conversation. I'm going to say 80-20. He's back. I'm going to go on record saying it's, I think there's a really good chance he comes back. Uh, Gene, everybody wants to know more what you think because you're dialed into these matters more uh, intimately, I think, than uh, most people who cover Florida State athletics. I think you're in the right – I'd say 70 to 80%. Um, I mean, it's trending in the right way. Like I said, it's – all signs point to him returning. Um, I wonder still because you have that ability to go to the NFL advisory committee and, you know, see what you're going to be. And I, you know, I, he should do that. It's, it's the right thing to do just to see, you never know, unless something surprising comes back from that, that he's a lot higher than we think he's going to be. Yep. There's every reason to come back. He's going to get a good NIL deal. He's going to be able to put some money in the bank. He loves it. You can see him out there. You can see the passion. He loves his teammates. He loves the fan. He loves Florida state. He's completely bought into the system. It makes sense for him to come back, put some more money in the bank. And in 2024, he can try out for the NFL then. It doesn't really make a difference staying another year, except he's got money in the bank. If he goes out now and doesn't make it, 
right. he's out all that money. So, and I think he's got a really good support system right here. Obviously, Devin is yep. a big influence on him, and I think Devin is going to advise him correctly. I, I really think there's a really good chance he'll be back. Before we get to our next caller, a word from our friends at Zaxby's. It seems like everyone's got a chicken sandwich these days. Ain't that the truth? So how do you know which one to try? Luckily, one sandwich towers above all the others in size and in deliciousness. That's Zaxby's Signature Sandwich. It's an extra large hand-breaded filet and three thick-cut pickle chips on a split-top bun. And it comes with your choice of Zach sauce or spicy Zach sauce. It's big, it's delicious, and it's only at your neighborhood. Tallahassee Zaxby's, your Tallahassee Zaxby's. A proud Golden Chief booster for 17 years. Go Knowles. It's been a pleasure to be hosting Zaxby's War Chant Game Day for the 12th time this year. And uh, we look forward to a postseason show here soon as well. We now go to Denver. We're going to talk to Vincent in Denver. Vincent, back on the program for the first time in nearly two months. Welcome in, Vincent. Go ahead. You're on with Gene Williams and Tom. June and Tom, thank you so much. Um, I'm just really curious here. What do you guys feel like were the uh, halftime adjustments, or at least maybe the successful halftime adjustments that we ended up making uh, to, to end up, you know, pulling this game out? Because uh, I missed the first half. I was uh, driving into the game, so by the time I got in, it was tw- you know uh, 24-21, and so uh, I still got to find a way to catch the first half of the game. But just kind of curious what you guys thought were the difference makers, you know, post halftime for what we did end up helping us to, to pull this one off. I appreciate the call, Vincent. Thank you very much. Uh, Gene, you know, I did. It was, it was more, right? That was pretty much it that I saw because they couldn't yeah. get a pressure or get in the backfield or disrupt at all against that offensive line. So they brought more pressures at certain times. Other than that, I didn't really see anything crazy. Yeah, offensively, Vincent, uh, and we again, we appreciate the call. Didn't really have to make too many adjustments. You had nearly 300 yards of offense in the first half, and that's with drops, a missed kick, turnovers. So you were doing everything you absolutely needed to do, offensively speaking. Didn't have to change anything there. Defensively, that's how they got off the field. They forced the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Richardson threw a couple of balls in the dirt. Also, I think I think if Napier could do it over again, not that I care if he does or not, but I think he would have called more traditional runs to start those drives as well. They wanted to hit the bubbles. I think they wanted to open up some things. Uh, more than just the traditional run, but it was working for them. So if I if I was criticizing what they were doing, I would do that. But on third and obvious, they were not sitting back. Florida State was not yeah. sitting back and waiting for something to happen. They were going to force the issue with a quarterback who entering tonight had a completion percentage under 60 for the season. It just got worse after tonight, too. So that was the adjustment. Gene is correct. Pressures. Tom, I thought about that, too. It's interesting to me from Florida's perspective. Like you said, coming into that third quarter when they had just gashed Florida State in the second quarter running the football, they started throwing the ball around in that third quarter because they did not score in that quarter. And I I was kind of like thinking, what is this? All I can think is Napier was out thinking himself, thinking, okay, Florida State's going to adjust because we ran so well against them that I'm going to throw the ball on them now. That just seems to me a a process of overthinking. Yeah, they had one play that was schemed up, according to Osweiler. You know, they, they didn't have great camera angles in this game. Stop me if you've heard that before. But um, they had the one throw to the running back that he missed to the left. And yeah, but I thought he was about to get blown up anyway on the play. Well, that was the, the one to the top of the screen. Oh, that, okay. yes, that would have been blown up. I think Greedy Vance was all over that. I was almost like complete that pass. That would have been a three-yard <laughs> loss or a fumble. Or a fumble. You're absolutely right. There was one to the offense's left that apparently okay. had room for days. But outside of that, I mean, you had a, a a catch 
Then Jarion Jones uh, jostled free with a good yep, job. Great play. Coverage. But, I mean, they were hammering Florida State between the line of scrimmage. Both running backs were. ETN actually was a, more of the late bloomer in this game. Uh, I, I just I, I didn't understand that. But the other thing I didn't understand from Napier, too, and I'm happy for it, at the end of the first half and at the end of the game, he's the one that's calling timeouts in an advantageous situation for the Gators when they're controlling the clock. I just yeah. didn't understand some of his decisions with timeout management, but they can complain. Well, about that worked it. at the end. ML having only one timeout, it definitely put a little bit more pressure on them on that last drive because they yes. could have called different plays in that situation had they had two more timeouts. So that was big for them. Oh, by you, Billy, burning them timeouts. Good for you, Billy. We appreciate yep. that. We also appreciate the official DMD of Warchan TV. What a pillar he is in this season, a great supporter of the program. We thank our guy, Z-Chan, a.k.a. Zach, in Thomasville. Zach, are you still inside the state of Florida, or have you made it across the border towards home in Thomasville? Welcome to the program, good sir. Tom, I am staring at the Civic Center sign right now. So, <laughs> no, I haven't moved very far at all. Um, man, I, I tell you what, that was Gene, you were asking earlier about the, the atmosphere that was, that was as unbelievable an atmosphere in the, especially late in the fourth quarter as you could have asked for inside dope. It was loud, raucous. You couldn't hear. There was a guy sitting in front of me holding his fingers in his ears cause it was too loud for him. So it was classic. Um, but it, it, you know, just fantastic environment. Just I, I main thing I was calling to talk about, I just wanted to tell you guys and say just how proud I am of the heart the team showed. You know, we were getting – there were some people talking, heard some buzz that, you know, we hadn't really played anybody. Why were we so excited? And this team's going to fold the first time they get some adversity. And, um, you know, and, and there were times they were pressing tonight. You could tell that Jordan Travis was trying to make a play or there was a receiver trying to make a play or even on defense. But uh, the, the at the end of the day, they, they made the moves they had to make to come out on top. And uh, I'm, I I was super proud of them. And uh, now we get to celebrate. Now we get to see where, where we're going to go bowling. That's Yeah, that's a fun part of the process. And Z-Chan, let me ask you one question before we let you go. Uh, how many wins did you expect in the preseason? I know we talked out in New Orleans, but I don't know if I ever got a number for you. And and so by definition, did this exceed the uh, exceed the total you were looking for? Yeah, I I was um, I was probably in the eight neighborhood. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I felt like if we could get eight wins, that'd be I would have called that a success. I thought it was realistic that we could have gotten eight wins. Um, you know, we all knew that that stretch in the middle was going to be tough. I did expect us to come away with one of those wins at least, but then I thought, well, you know, you probably lose LSU and then you lose, lose one between Miami and Florida. Well, you picked up both against Florida, picked up the one against LSU and you lost the three in the middle. So, but no, I, I was, um, I, I think eight wins, so definitely success, definitely a, a fantastic season. Can't wait to see what it does for recruiting. Um, can't wait to see what the transfer portal stuff, how that shakes out in in a few days, and and then of course national signing day. I I um, I'm excited to hear what all Michael Langston has to tell us as far as what it, what the season has done for recruiting, and then we get to go to an awesome bowl and hopefully play a really good team and win, and um, just good stuff. Can't wait for next year. That's going to be exciting. Y'all enjoy your evening. Glad I was able to get through. 
And uh, thanks for all y'all do. Go Knowles. Uh, thanks for all you do, Z-Chan. We really appreciate you and uh, safe travels back home tonight. It'll be uh, – it's either the best sleep that you're ever going to get, like the easiest gene to bed, or it's going to be impossible to go to bed. I don't think yeah, – I, I, I think I'm sleeping like a baby tonight, but, you know, after that. But thank you, Z-Chan, one of the pillars of the show. That's right. But we have, we have another pillar, I think, coming on here. From the, from the pillar of Warchant TV to the cornerstone of Warchant.com, there he is. He is the lead and senior writer. His name is Corey Clark, and he is now in the featured screen on the Warchant game, oh, nice. game show. What you got for What's up, gang? Sorry, I'm, I'm walking out of the stadium right now. I was going to do it from the stadium, then a bunch of hooligans came on the field. The with hooligans the are trying to rough you up, Corey? Yeah, they were with the gator head screaming and tackling each other. So I'm like, well, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> So let me walk out of the stadium real quick. Hopefully this alarm isn't about to go off. If it does, I apologize, but it doesn't usually go off. Uh-oh. Yeah, this will be good live TV. All right. Yeah. So what's up, gang? That was fun. Yeah, I, I do want to get your – just. I mean, it's your take on this. One thing, Jordan Travis was a freak and willed him to a win. We saw that. I mean, on the level of how he carried this team on his back tonight because the defense wasn't having it, just can you put his performance in any kind of context? It was ridiculous. Yeah, and Norvell said afterwards, he's like, man, some of the things he did on the football field, wow. Like, that's a direct quote. And I agree. Like, I, I've talked about this before when it came to uh, Charlie Ward in 1993, and Ira compared it to that when in that Florida game in 93 where it's like Charlie just wasn't going to let him lose. And obviously Jordan Travis isn't Charlie Ward, but he's not as far off as we thought he was. 15 months ago. Um, and so I remember after the 93 game when Bowden was asked about his thoughts going into that game. And he's like, look, I was worried because they have a good defense and they have a really good offense and we're equally matched, you guys. But we have Charlie. And I think there's a growing sense around this program. Well, we got Jordan because there aren't many like this guy. He he, And this wasn't just a one-game uh, a, a one sensation for him. I felt he, It's the best 13 of 30 game I've ever seen. Legitimately, I, I don't know that I've seen a better one. 13 of 30 for 270, and he had at least five drops, some crucial drops. But, man, it was just – you're right, because the, you can't say the receivers played great. Uh, Benson had some really nice runs, but he didn't He didn't have a lot of great runs. Jordan Travis was the difference. He was the best player on the field, and they're 9-3 and three because of him. Now, a lot of people that have been – a lot of people in the chat, callers, everybody, and Tom and I have talked about it a little bit. Obviously, the defense was not – we knew Florida's going to score some points, but – to, to dominate really in the trenches. I don't think we expected that on both sides right. of the ball. Anything anything you gleaned from being there, talking to the players and the coaches after, what was going on there? Is Florida just a lot better than Florida State in the trenches tonight? Honestly, Gene, he wasn't asked about it much. Um, and, you know, I you know, I even said in the column that will be up on War Chant soon, like there are t- there's a time to dissect the, the defense's poor play. I don't know after just beating your rival in a game like yeah. that to go nine and three, you want to nitpick and hand ring too much. They were they were not good for the majority of the game. But to start the third quarter, the entirety of the third quarter, they came out in that that that, that three possession stretch, three straight three and outs, and then you go down and score on all three drives. That's complimentary football, and that yeah. was really good to see. The fourth quarter, not great, but they did get the stop. Um, which was which was awesome at the end of the game, but yeah, they, the defense just kind of got pushed out of the way. Um, you know, they they I don't think I think they had made it 38-31 without completing a pass in the second half. They were just running, yeah. they were just running on them, and so it was really cool. It, it was nice for them to get the stop, but yeah, obviously you watched that game and thought, okay, that that was not a great showing 
by by any stretch. But you won your nine and three, and your your defense was still better than their defense. Corey, not you mentioned nine and three, and I, I want you to put this perspective. You've covered this team a long time. You've been around sports. You've followed sports your whole life. From where this team was, bring yourself to the halftime of that Louisville game last year, where they were at, what you were thinking about this team, and where they are now. Have you seen a program or a team at any level just do a complete 180 like this and be this good in this short a time and turn things around like that? I certainly haven't. I mean, I just from my own own experience, no. Um, and, and it's not just 0-4 and, and being down 31-14 to and a half to Louisville or 31-13, whatever it was. Uh, by the way, what this is a pretty cool shot. I like that. Uh, with, yeah. the, with, with the stadium behind me like this, it's pretty cool. Um, this should be a poster. Um, <laughs> but I, it, it's they, they lost to Jacksonville State last year, man. They were a laughing stock in September last year. A laughing stock. Imagine all those Gator and Miami fans that September night last year when they watched Florida State lose to Jacksonville State with their new hotshot coach and how much they must have laughed and texted their buddies. Well, now you just lost to them. In Miami, you've lost two in a row to them, and you just got embarrassed on your home field. That's how much he's turned this program around. Where now he went, they were 8-13 and 13 his first two years at Florida State. Or, yeah, in his first 21 games, they were 8-13. and 13. Well, look at where they are now, man. I mean, this is this is a really. I think they were. Th- what were they? Three and ten in his first thirteen games, mm-hmm. and now he's above five hundred as a coach. And they don't seem to be slowing down. And if they get Jordan Travis to come back, they probably won't. Um, but yeah, no. I, it's it's been a really cool. It's been a remarkable turnaround, man. You don't because they were two years ago, guys. I you could argue they were one of the worst power five teams in the country, just completely uncompetitive the last half of that season. And then for to them to be now this nine and three with a chance at ten wins. To win the to win the Florida championship, the state of the state championship, to be the best team in Louisiana too, man, Norvell's doing some things, guys. He's doing some things. It's fun to watch. And this offense, it's it's just he's he he's really good at this, man. He's really good at this offense is so much better than I ever thought it could be. Corey, they've won five in a row. As you said, they're state champs. This means something special tomorrow at the corner pocket. I, I know you've been kind of hinting. We've all kind of said what we're gonna do. Are you just gonna leave all the fans in uh in suspense until tomorrow at 1130 corner pocket. We can give any hints. What's going on tomorrow? No, no, I don't have any hints at all. I'm going to sit there and watch you guys and just drink my Mio. Tom, uh-huh. so is it 1130? Are we doing a yeah. show? Yeah, it's, it's a show. Uh, we've got to decide the order of operations. Like, are we going to do the keg stands and the funnels and then conduct the business of the show? Or are we going to do the recap of what a season it's been? And then the crescendo of the broadcast just before kickoff at noon. Are the keg stands and the? Fun. I think it. I think. I mean. I just think you talked yourself into it. I think the crescendo yeah. is the keg stand. Exactly. You got to build up the excitement. I'm. You with don't you, start with the money shot, Tom. <laughs> That's right. Well, but here's a money shot for you. But look at this. Look at that. I oh, make- oh my gosh! Look yeah. at that. That's great. I mean, I look mean. Yeah, but that's a great, that's a great looking shot. That's awesome. I, I hand drew that at that. Quick- oh, that's that really quickly too. That's yeah. really impressive, that's, man. That's going to well go on my fridge. So I, I know that columns are the name of your game, but Corey, if you were trying to write a game story and you were just trying to summarize what this thing is and you had, I don't know, 600 words, how the hell do you write a game story about this? It, it's, it's so hard to, to encapsulate. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think we've touched on it. it Jordan Travis is, is where I'd lead. That'd be my lead. That's who I'd focus on. But yeah, I mean, um, the running defense getting kind of obliterated, but then, you know, your, your defense making a stand finally, at the end of the game. And then, look, I'd also point this out. 
Johnny Wilson had a horrible game through three quarters. He was he was legitimately almost helping Florida. He was costing Florida State points. With the game on the line, in the whole offseason on the line, the good feelings about the offseason on a third and six, when he's not open, he goes down and makes that catch, whatever it was, 25 yards, keeps that drive alive. They score three or four plays later to go ahead. That's so cool to see, man, because that kid has not played in many moments like this. He just hasn't. You know, they don't have moments like this in Tempe anyway when he was there, and he wasn't playing much. So you grow, and he—he—that's a really big play for him, man. It was a really—it was really cool to see. And then Trey Benson, obviously being Trey Benson, I do think your the 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 viewers would probably want to know. We did ask Jordan Travis, Jared Burst, and Trey Benson all about. Actually, I think Aslan asked them all because Aslan's the man about their future plans. None of them were committal, as you might say. Jordan Travis said he was going to pray on it. Uh, I think a lot of Florida State fans will be praying about it as well. And then uh, Jared Burr said he's going to talk it over with his family. So did Trey Benson. But Trey Benson also said he's still really young. And he also, when Jared Burr was talking about it, he was, you should go watch the videos, guys, of Burr and Benson because they're on the podium together. Benson, because they're roommates, Benson's kind of like cajoling them. Like, hey, yeah, man, you should come back. He didn't say that, but the way he was acting was like, yeah, you could come back and let's do this all over again. So, again, though, 9-3 and three with a chance at 10 wins, and you don't know who's coming back. But you feel really good about where you're going to be next year, too, if the if the if the quarterback's one of them. Well, sounds good, Corey. Well, next stop, probably Jacksonville or maybe even Miami. Who knows? Could but anyway, Miami. So, Gene, are you going to be at CP at, at 11:30? I made a committal too, man. I'm funneling. Okay, all right. I'm there. So, Tom, I, I was told by Bill that he needs he doesn't have the 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 what you need for a keg stand. What were those called? What are those called? The hoses. People? Oh, no, the hoses no. that go in the kegs? The hoses that go in the keg. What? So he does not have those. So, because he doesn't get kegs like that. Well, we got 2,000 people here. Somebody bring a hose by and a funnel tomorrow. Or an idea of how to get one, because we yeah. need to hook one up to a keg well, stand. Well, somebody go by Mike's Beer Barn. They have yeah. one. Tom Come Lang, on. Gene Williams. Gene, you're the owner. Go by Mike's Beer Barn tomorrow and get us some. <laughs> Come on, if you want this to happen. That's all I'm saying. Otherwise, we're all just sipping Mio. Hey, man, you're, you're like... Ten steps from Mike's Beer Barn right now. I'm sure they're not closed. They're going to be open for yeah, another. Yeah. Open. That would be fun. That would be. A they're fun open for another thirty <laughs> minutes. You got plenty of time. Like, take a yeah. video of you walking in there. And say, hey, can I get uh, two of the? That's what we should have done. Have you at Mike's Beer Barn during this video? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. It's probably not crazy. I'd get paid. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good stuff, Corey. So look forward to your column tonight. I assume it's in the hopper and we're waiting for Ira. Yeah, well, yeah, and he's got to uh yeah, and I gotta I gotta add some quotes. It's gonna be a late night, gang. It's I'm it's one thirty and I'm just now leaving Doke. It's it's gonna be a late night and a, apparently an early morning, so I can go get drunk. Yes. That's <laughs> what we do. But nine and three, baby, they deserve it. Nine and three. Yep, you got it. Good work, Corey. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Apparently Peace. getting drunk. That's the guy right there. That's Corey Clark, the lead writer, senior writer from warchant.com. We've got a few people, uh, quite a few, that we need to thank, and then we've got a few more calls before we wrap up this particular edition of the Warchant Game Day postgame call-in show. 100 Proof Football again. Oh, back. You're back. My man. What a great call earlier tonight. If you missed that, maybe we'll have Ben uh, pull that 
uh, call in its entirety just for people to enjoy on social media. Anyone rushing the field should get the F out. We ain't done that since 96, our first undefeated season. We are Florida State. Just sounded like Odell there. We don't rush the field for beating 6-6 six and six UF. That's the standard. Did people really do that tonight? That's crazy. I saw the clip at the end. It looked like there were a lot of people on the field. But I also, there was some weird booster thing where they, like, people who were certain boosters were allowed to come on the field at the end. So I don't know if it was necessarily rushing the field or, like, a pre-planned thing with the boosters. Yeah, maybe it was, like, the Bound Society or something along those lines. Brett Davidson, love the show. Watching Thailand. Wow. Oh. Time continues. Thank you, Brett. Ralph, you got someone further away watching the show. How about that? Thank you, Brett. That means a Thanks, lot. Brett. I really appreciate it. Oh, there, there he is, is, the instigator himself. Keg stands. F Florida. brought the whole thing up. Eric, we need funnels and we need hoses for the kegs. That's right. Eric, yes. You know, if you need a couple of bucks, I'll float you a couple of bucks. Yeah, well, we got you covered. Thank you, my man. Lost River, thank you very much. We love that we beat the bleeping Gators, but are talking about deficiencies within our team. Tells me that we are back. Yes. All right. I like that. A positive. That's true. Thing. That's a way to turn a negative into a positive. 100 proof football Woo. back to the top rope. AR said, when we beat FSU, J Trav tweeted, give me that momentum. Go Knowles. Amazing atmosphere in Doke tonight. So thankful for our fans. There we go. Good tweet. Good tweet from Jordan yep. Travis. Swiss Irish, what's going on, Brian? Props for continuing past midnight West Florida time, finishing up this victory cigar. Any thoughts on Napier's third quarter versus Fuller LFG? Well, you know what? You got a few of those, Swiss Irish. We talked about that. We found yeah. some of his decisions head scratching. I uh, hope that answered your question. Noel Buck 83, great meeting you today. Great to meet you today. at yep. Let me go. Got a photo with Noel Buck and his two young boys. Yeah, if I got Johnny, to meet him. Great guy. Very nice gentleman. If Johnny has a better uh, game and Fitzy hits his kicks, this ain't close. Gene, guess you were right. There you go. I said I was nervous about it. I thought it was going to be close. So, Yep, that is correct. But I, and I, but I also said I was nervous about Miami. So the bottom line is they've won both. FSU fan 93 doesn't let 20, what was that, 2015 ever go by without mentioning. At 133, it'll be 27 to 2, and it will be in just a, a minute or two. It's 129. My favorite FSU uh, UF game. This is now number one. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, it's okay. My second awesome. favorite. I skipped over a word. Dane Jensen, thank you very much. We thank appreciate you. you. San Diego, Chris, I see you in there throwing down with the Mexicano uh, <laughs> currency. Second Suck holiday up. bowl. Sorry, FSU. Guys won't be coming to San Diego, but well worth it. See you next season at Indigo. Yes, we look forward to it, Christopher. And I've got some holiday libations in the hopper on the way to you here shortly. Jen, 7667, uh, Lions of scrimmage. We're in L. Jordan Travis has the game of the year. Climbing. A few more playmakers, and we are rolling. Well, Jan, I think Gene would agree. A few more hog mollies. And they're yes, I want, yeah, exactly. I want more of those, the big uglies. That's what you need. Gordon Alford says, we need Jeff to call in. Will tomorrow be live on Warchant TV and go Knowles State Champs? Uh, the answer is yes. yes. That show is going to be live. Hopefully we have what we need in terms of gear. That is now a concern. If not, we're going to be doing a bunch of shotguns or something. I don't know what else we could do. Yep, that's right. That's now a concern. that We could just stand on the kegs upside down and do shotguns. I mean, <laughs> that we'll is, improvise. That's next level. Angela, how you doing? Runner Angela says, J-Trab, let's ride. I like it. Slow 88 LX. So you think Jordan Travis is coming back, not being a senior and all? We just told you. 80 yep, we think so. 80-20. Lila Chapman, thoughts on rushing the field? I agree. If you did and you weren't allowed to before the game, 
I agree with 100 weak. It is weak sauce. I yeah. would agree. But again, I tend to think maybe they didn't re – wasn't really a rushing of the field, but we'll have to find out. Timothy Dangerfield made it down from Tennessee, broke my ankle, and all me and my son, three grandson, and two friends had a blast. Actually was able to meet Corey on the way into the stadium. Maybe next time I can meet the rest of the crew. Go Knowles. Timothy, feel better, man. Yeah. That sucks. You broke your ankle. Well, Jordan Travis broke a few ankles tonight too, so you're in good company. <laughs> Noel Kev, tonight is a mother-loving red Solo Cup and Xbox. Next. There you go. Bring up that picture if you got it there, Ben. Come on, Ben. You can throw it up. There, there it is. <laughs> Lots of criticism, but I'm pulling it, putting it all to the side for tonight. Good call, Noel Kev. Good call. State champs. Warchant. That's right. Sign up right now at Warchant.com. Ten bucks through August 31st of next year. You won't be disappointed. John getting poetic deep in the heart of the belly of the beast. I thought we'd actually get a fair game from SEC refs. Almost makes you wish for an SEC crew. No, 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 it does not. Screw them. We won, and the world is as it should be. My goodness, folks, you are so generous tonight. Jamie Jolly, great win at Coach Norvell showing he's our guy. We certainly agree with that. Let's put a pause on those. Uh, oh, no, we can't. One Alex more, says thank you, Alex. My goodness. Screw the Gators, oh, yeah. absolutely, and yep. the refs. We appreciate you, Alex. We appreciate you very much. All right, we've got three folks who have been waiting for an excess of 15 to 25 minutes, depending upon who they are and the callers. These are the final three calls of the night on the War Chant Game Day postgame call-in show. We go to Fergus in Delisle, Mississippi. Fergus, welcome to the program. You are on the War Chant Game Day postgame show. A new caller, welcome in and give us your thoughts after the Knowles improved to 9-3. and three. Hey, look, I'm on the, I'm going to correct it real quick. It's DeLille, Mississippi. It's oh, a very DeLille. small town. All right. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Second of all, I'm very positive. I love where my nose are going. I hope the recruiting the recruits see this and come aboard. And listen, I love beating Miami, Florida. We're going to get Clemson next year. I'm so freaking excited. I got the 2010 vibes going. Go nose, baby. I love what y'all doing. Keep it going. All right. Later. All right. Thank you, Fergus. DeLeo. DeLeo, Mississippi. I won't forget that. There we go. He's feeling the energy, Gene. That's that's what that's what beating your rivals to end the season will do. Everything just looks better outside. Well, it's sweeter when you've been beat down, when you were just, as Corey pointed out, I mean, there were some analytics from the 2020. They were the worst team in the Power Five. Yeah. Um, it, to go from that to now you're, you beat both your rivals, your state champs, nine wins. I think recruiting's on the rise, transfer portal. I mean, everything. It's it's exciting to be on the upturn. When you're going up that mountain, you're in that valley for a long time. It sucks, but you feel that climb, and you're getting higher and higher, and you can feel it. Man, it's, it's the best feeling in sports. Well, and the thing that we're looking for this upcoming year is not to have a 2011 season. Remember, 2011 was a minor step yeah. back before the launch forward. So how do you prevent that from happening? The transfer portal can go a long way mm -hmm. in helping that. We now go to one of our favorites – for the 17th time on War Chant TV, we talk to Gene and Ocala. Gene and Ocala, welcome to the program. We were hoping we'd get to you tonight. You, sir, are in Florida Gator territory, so I'm sure that you're going to have a lot of bragging rights in your uh, hometown over the next week to, I don't know, 365 days. Welcome in, Gene. Oh, man, Tom, Gene, what's going on? Man, we're talking to you after beating Florida. What's going on with you? Just trying to trying to take these haters, get these haters off my back down here. It's kind of tough down here in Gator Country. But I'm so glad that we won tonight. Really enjoyed it. 
just uh, hope that we can get Jay Trav coming back. What a game. Um, I didn't understand those those reviews that we had on the goal line, and they didn't even get a review on that goal line that they had. But what a game. Love this team. Love you guys. Go nose. So glad for it. <clears throat> and we're chopping it up. And Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. And we're we're – we're, we're chopping it up and we're grilling some gator. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> you too, Gene. I've got a note on his call, Gene, uh, Gene Williams, and I will advance the question. He says, how do we keep the team together to make a run at an ACC championship next year? Is it a simple well, NIL retention? Yeah, what? it starts with Jordan. Yeah. you got a couple of these key players back. Jordan obviously being the most important. A uh, couple of those key players at other positions, and then you got to fill in some spots in the portal. Um, if you can do that, I mean, obviously we talked about FSU being on the rise. You can feel Clemson is slowly but surely they're starting to come on the other side of the mountain. They're on the decline. At some point, you're going to reach them. I think next year may be the year you reach them, you pass them, and you win the ACC. I think Florida has got it. If they get the right players back, you hit it in the portal again, yeah. they've got a great opportunity to make it run at the ACC next year. This just looks like a really fun program to play for if I'm either yeah. you know, 17, 18, and I'm making my decision out of high school, or if I'm not in a place I currently want to be in college. This, I mean, that offense looks like it's a real fun offense to play in now, whether you're a running back or a receiver. Last year, receivers couldn't say that, but now they can. And you can see that the defense is close if you've got a couple mm -hmm. of more pieces, and that's a great thing to be able to pitch is, look, we're the, we're the number one pass defense in the ACC, but we could be better, and you could be the difference. And here's $500,000 to make sure. That yeah, you that helps, too. And why not, if you're if you're one of these guys in the SEC, why play for the SEC when you lose games? Why not play for Florida State when you beat the SEC every time? Would you rather beat those teams? It's an easy argument to make. And we now go to SEC country for our final caller of the night. He used to be Josh in Richmond, but now he's Josh in Georgia. Josh in Georgia. Thank you for your patience for waiting a little over 20 minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go Knowles. I'm so proud of him. Great season. I was expecting, hoping at the beginning of the year for 8-4, and four, going 2-1 and one versus um, Florida, Miami, and Clemson. We went 9-3. and three. Got the two and one versus them. And I wanted to prop up two of our guys tonight. We got um, Trey Benson, who absolutely put that dude on his butt on that first run of the game. And then also Jordan Travis. It said he had like 80 something yards. I'm pretty sure he had like 500 because he kept on eluding all those defenders in the backfield and just running. <laughs> oh, man, it was just awesome. But I guess a question I'd have for you, you know, like if you threw out like affiliations with bowls and everything, I would ask you um, what team would you kind of say what would be our ceiling that we could beat? You know, would it be like a Southern Cal or a Tennessee? You know, like if it didn't really matter about bowl affiliation, what would you like, what matchup would you like to see? But I love you guys. Go Knowles. Great season. And y'all have a good one. Well, we appreciate the call, Josh. We really do. Yeah. All right, Gene. So, uh, I think you're still going to stick maybe in the SEC, but I'd find it really fascinating to see Florida State match up with USC, given that that would be a lot like what you saw tonight, which is a score fest. I mean, how could it not be? That'd be fun. I'd be okay with that. I, I don't know, because I, I think I want to have meaningful games. 
to yeah. me, it, USC is great. You know, it'd be a fun game. It'd be a nice matchup. I think two pretty even teams. But again, you beat USC or whatever. It's kind of like, well, that's nice. But that's why I want to beat another SEC team. I'm sorry, but I do. Or a big name, Big Ten team, I would like to say. So, yeah, you said Tennessee. I mentioned the possibility. Still not a distant, but a slightly slim possibility of playing Alabama. You know, I'd like to see that. Again, I'm guessing without their quarterback probably, and I'll take that. It doesn't matter. You beat that big A. You beat the elephant. I mean, the, let's face it. They've been the king of college football for a long time. That'd be a nice feather in your cap going into the offseason. You could do that. I'd love to see that. So, I mean, those two teams – you already be at LSU, so I don't know. I mean, who else in the SEC in the South would you like to play, Tom? Um, honestly, it's I just want to play Bama. I, I just you yeah, know it would be fun, wouldn't it? I, I feel a little less enthusiastic about it after I saw the trenches tonight. But I mean, you're still going to score. This is Florida State. I, yeah, I don't think after I what I saw, I don't think any defense is going to stop Jordan Travis in this offense. I think they're scoring on people regardless. Yeah, indeed they are. Vishal, thank you very much, man. Uh, we can't wait to see you tomorrow. Hopefully you brought the fam with you uh, this weekend, but uh, we'll see you tomorrow at Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Go ahead, Gene. I was going to say, do you need to do another Zaxby's break here before we go through all these and I say do. goodbye? Why don't we do that? Because I need to make a run, get another refill. <laughs> I, and, and here I thought Gene just had an internal counter. He had an internal refill uh, alarm going off. We'll be back in just over a minute for our closing thoughts, promoing what's coming up here on Warchant TV, Warchant.com. You are watching Warchant Game Day presented by Zaxby's. Something big, something huge is taking over the world of chicken sandwiches. Zaxby's new signature sandwich with Zax sauce or new spicy Zax sauce. Because the chicken sandwich war ain't over yet. The new signature sandwich, it's taking over, and it's only at Zaxby's. Warchant.com has been the definitive home of all things FSU sports for over 20 years and is now part of On3, the next generation network. Warchant.com has the most experienced, tenured, and largest staff on the Florida State sports beat and now features innovative resources, including an NIL database that projects player value and a truly aggregated composite recruiting ranking system that will set the bar in the industry. There are no words to describe the perfect pairing of Zaxby's hand-breaded fingers and our 12 delectable sauces. But there is a sound, and that sound is mmm, mmm, mmm. The Zaxby's Chicken Finger Plate with endless sauce abilities, only at Zaxby's. pit boss right there and i'm not talking about the kind of the casino i'm talking like he's in the pits at a nascar race gene landed in the chair as we were coming back from break that was very i got it timed out i know i know how this stuff goes this is unbelievable time we've been going for man we're coming up on two hours we were like we did a little pre we have about a 30 second prep and we just said eh, what do you say about an hour and a half you know no or two hours now baby we still have almost 1500 people i mean that shows there's some excited fsu fans tom i you know if you can get by the initial wave of exhaustion from emotionally uh, you know after that game is over the crash of the adrenaline then you i mean uh, you could be up until corner pocket time tomorrow i could see that because this is a game or they're still stuck in traffic maybe by the time they get on to Appalachian parkway it'll be time for the corner pocket events I, I could see wanting to turn this game on from scratch i mean it's just so littered with Everything. This game had everything. And 
It didn't for Gator fans because it didn't have a win, <laughs> but it did for Knowles fans. It had everything plus the cherry on top. Director Matthew, you're too kind. Marcus, I saw that thought as well. Thank you very much. Yep. We are all oh, – look at that. Oh, yes, indeed. They do. Thank you. Yes, Pat. you do suck. <laughs> There's some more. Yeah. Yeah, just look to the sky. It's never your fault. Yep. Oh, geez, man, Ben went hunting. Look at this. This reminds me of the old man cave. These are some of the ones memes we used to pull off from that show. That's right. I remember the old flash drives. Remember the flash drive sometimes didn't work? That oh, my stressful. gosh. You know what's not stressful, though, being 9-3 and three and not having to ask? Do we have the right coach in Tallahassee? I, I think we're all kind of – if you had your, your auntie Mike Norvell – pitchforks out i think you put that back in the garage i think you closed up the garage door mm, and i think we're safe this off season you're along for the ride Yuckmouth says thanks for holding it down post game all year gene and tom war chant worldwide look forward to getting some war chant gear next year go Knowles. all right Yuckmouth. that's right there'll be a lot of gear a lot of fun to be had in the year to come marcus thank you very much the michael strahan uh <laughs> i don't know that i'll have the uh the gap like he does, and I don't know that I have the athleticism that he does, but uh, thank you. You do have the versatility here, though, Tom. That's what he's talking about. I appreciate it. Thanks. And Antoine, thank you very much. Jay Traffer, Heisman watch next year. That's another thing. That's another motivation. That's a good point, Antoine. Coming back next year, like, dude, he's got to be at the forefront of the Heisman, one of the contenders. If you can make a good NIL pitch and say how much money and prove how much money a Heisman is worth to your own brand in this era – that is a nice well, look at all those Nissan commercials. Even after you're retired, you're still making bank just on those. Oh, yeah, totally. South Florida. Knoll, and and he would break the streak of W's if that was to happen, Gene. It would be uh, three W's and a T. Uh, Ward, uh, yeah, Wanky Winston, and Travis. Uh, Till Dog. Jeff Cameron knows I can go all night celebrating this. There you go, Till Dog. Nice, nice. I know a lot of you are, and uh, we hope you enjoy this program here tonight. But we've got a lot coming up for you. In the next 24 to 48 hours, we got a whole nother day to play with this weekend. Tomorrow is only Saturday. Today, technically, is only Saturday, folks. You've got Rivalry Saturday kicking off in 10 hours and wow. about 13 minutes. So if you want to lock in from noon to one in the morning tomorrow, you better get to bed soon. <laughs> you do want They don't want to go to bed, Tom. They're still <laughs> watching the show. They want us to go pull an all-nighter straight in the corner pocket. We'll just keep this feed going, right, Tom? That's right. And then I'll, I'll put my phone <laughs> in my car as I'm driving, and we'll keep talking as we're driving in the car. As we go to Mike's Beer Barn, have you got funnels? Have you got a hose for a keg? <laughs> we'll just go right in there, the whole thing. There it is. You see it at the bottom of the screen. 11.30 a.m. is when the show begins. It'll be an informal half-an-hour show. I don't even know who's going to be on and hosting and talking. We'll figure that out later. But at the end, just before kickoff of all the games at noon, probably around 11.50 to give a, uh, the corner pocket some cleanup time, we'll uh, do the keg stands. If we can facilitate that, we will do the funnels and whatever other debauchery that we decide and deem fit. Uh, that's what's coming up on WarChan TV tomorrow. Sunday smash, Sunday night. That'll be 7 p.m., a little season wrap edition of the Sunday Smash, maybe a little bit of recruiting talk as well as Florida State is into recruiting season and transfer portal season. And then Gene, he personally is going to have the PFF grades ready in about one hour from now. Yeah, yeah at this point, they're probably – yeah, no, I don't think so. I think you may have to wait to Sunday. That one, I'm sorry. Yeah. But no. if you want me – look, if you want to give me the pass and I don't have to do beer funnels, then fine. But I think uh, most people would prefer me doing a beer funnel. That's right. We can worry about those PFF grades on Sunday. The trench grades – I would say I'm giving Jordan Travis a 100 right now. So, no, okay. he, he did have a couple bad passes. I give him a 98. How about that? 
He might have a 98 with a pick, which would be pretty absurd yeah. for football focus. Uh, I'll bet you Renardo Green's going to have a pretty good grade too, but I look forward to seeing that report. Corey's column should be up on warchant.com uh, shortly, very shortly. Uh, Ira's 321 is going to be a part of the weekend proceedings. And then we've got live shows for you all throughout the week. 1 p.m. on Monday, the Jeff Cameron Show reacts to sweeping the rivals in the state of Florida. Tuesday, Seminole Headlines at 1 o'clock. And remember always, folks, that as you start your day, head to your favorite podcast provider or or YouTube, Warchant TV on YouTube, and wake up Warchant. We'll be waiting for you right there. Gene, any other things you want to promo before we sign off for this night? No, I'm curious if you – I'm trying to remember the schedule. So the, this rivalry weekend, so they will do – so we've got that and then conference championships. Will they that next Sunday, will that with the bowl committee will do yes. their final – or the committee will do their final rankings. Yes. So we'll do another probably after this plays out, we'll do another bowl projection early oh. in the week. And look, if TCU were to lose tomorrow, if, you know, Michigan uh, – well, one of Michigan and Ohio State's going to lose tomorrow. It's if, better of Ohio State, especially if they blow out Michigan. That's helpful for Florida State. Correct. But. And if Notre Dame was to beat USC, then you're staring it right in the face at that point. Yeah, it's again, trust it's, me, the people in South Florida really want – we have connections down there. That Orange Bowl committee is hoping they want Florida State down there. And I know some Jacksonville folks are not happy. They know we want Florida State. You should get Florida State, but – you can play in the Orange Bowl against Alabama. I'm sorry, Jacksonville, but you're going to have to wait. I am not rooting for Clemson, but I'm rooting for Florida State to make it to the Orange Bowl. So, yeah, that, that's how that's how tomorrow is going to go, and that's my rooting guide. And hey, the crying Jordans are back again. <laughs> what a great way to send it off. We've got uh, a few people to thank behind the scenes. Ben, who's done a wonderful job directing the programs today. Thank you very much, Ben. Been an outstanding season. What a great addition to the team here at Warchant. Thank you for all your Great hard job, work man. to Terry, who is screening the calls after another victorious show. That's uh five in a row, four wins, then a streak. We don't want to talk about. And then five wins. What a heady year. This was Yeah, World champ post game show. Thank you, Terry, for keeping those notes clean so that uh, I can know who's coming. And, and that really helps us all a lot. There's more people behind the scenes than, you know, folks who uh, make this whole thing go around. Uh, Gene, obviously want to thank you for another season. Thank you for bringing me on for this project three years ago. I think, now it's starting to do what we thought it was going to do in terms of smiles instead of frowns at the postgame show. It's funny when they win a few games how this is a lot more fun to do. It was not that first year. It's a little rough at times. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, we've come a long way, baby, just like the team has. So it's been a fun ride. To our friends at ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, that's going to be a busy place tomorrow in Tallahassee. ABC Fine Wine and Spirits throughout the state of Florida. Make sure if you're, as you're going to holiday parties, if you just want to set it and forget it, They've got gift baskets with wine or bourbon and glasses and chocolates and all kinds of stuff. Let them take care of the people that are on your acquaintance slash friend list. Just go to ABC and you're all set. But the biggest thanks goes to our friends, Gene, at Zaxby's for bringing us 12 games and 35 broadcasts. We had no watch along tonight, but 35 different shows over 12 games. It is impossible without the great support of people like Danny at Zaxby's. So we want to thank them and say, man, you made this year even more special. So we appreciate you. All right. That about does it. Nine and three go the Knowles. It is a really, really fun season. That's not over yet. We've got a bowl game to break down sometime soon on War Chant TV. Until then, hit the like button on the way out. Subscribe to our channel for absolutely free, and you'll get the best FSU coverage in the business. For Gene Williams, my name is Tom Lang. We'll see you in about nine and a half hours. Oh, boy. Not much sleep.
but on Ward Chan TV. I'll be ready. I'm ready. Can't let's, wait. Let's go get this thing. Good night, Gators. Enjoy your <laughs> your tear filled pillowcases. Good night. <laughs>